This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. That's that. That's that, man. That's enough. So of yeah, new two merit. New two merit good. Okay, all right. New two merit yeah. good. Ready Player One looked really good. It's excellent. It's it's too long. Man. Like there, it, it started. I hate that. It went into like Lord of the Rings area a little bit, where I was like, and here's the, and it's going still. Here's the, and oh, we're still going. That's not a good sign when you're literally going like, okay. It's uh, ending, I don't know when. I don't two know. hours and 22 minutes long. Oh, and it felt like that, eh? It, it th three quarters through, because it has a very slow, like, startup. So, like, I mean, we talked about this too, and, oh, uh, are we rolling? Yeah, oh, hey, we're rolling. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Ken. Uh, and I'm Chris. Now stop interrupting us. We're talking about Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. Jeez, we'll get to the Marvel stuff eventually. Camcast. Um... <laughs> Geek pants. Oh, you got more? Tamcast. Now it's oh, okay. Now All it's right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, well, I I find it like funny because some movies, well, like okay, like Civil War is another one. Mm -hmm. Two hours and twenty minutes, or like is there two hour thirty actually? Was it that long? It's seven minutes less than Batman v Superman. Yep. Two hours twenty seven minutes. Yeah. Apparently, Infinity War is gonna be like two hours forty. Yeah, but okay, so you watch but Civil I don't, War. Those don't feel long. And they never once, at no point in time, was I going like, "Are we done yet?" Yeah. You know. Um, but then in what was one that really dragged? I'm trying to remember one in recent memory. Spectre. Spectre was one. Spectre dragged. Yeah. That definitely dragged. Yeah. Off. Well, because that was. Man, I wanted to love that movie. I don't Me want to get too. too much into that one. Me that too, one I know we're going to talk, talk eventually, but about the Daniel Craig Bond series. Coming off of Skyfall yeah. with the whole creative team. And that's another one. Two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. And at no point in time was I like, Jesus fucking Christ, how long is the movie? And even towards the end, I was still just like, I kind of want this to end. And then when it did finally end, I was like, yeah. yeah. Can I watch this again right now? Yeah. I had no problem with the movie being long. Yeah, as long as it's good. Yeah, it's got to be edited properly, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, that doesn't really need to be in there. Speaking of long, this is part one of possibly three parts for the Marvel Phase 3. Of the Cinematic Universe. Of the Cinematic Universe. That's da, right. Da, da, da. Cinematic like Universe. We've got a million movies in Phase 3. There you go. Every once in a while, bust out in song. I like it. I like it. Because <laughs> I, I, I watched The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. Oh. And I was just like, wouldn't it be great if the world just broke into song? Just broke dance? out into song? Every time someone I, says I, I, stuff like that or we talk about like uh, fucking musicals and shit, yeah. I always flash back to a Saturday Night Live skit where it's on the, it's in like West Side Story and Norm MacDonald is literally... <laughs> the only one, and like, so they'll start busting out in songs. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, what? I remember we just that. Bust out in songs now? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should start singing. I, I don't even know the words to these songs. What the hell is going on here? And it's, you know, because it's Norm MacDonald, so it's hilarious. Yeah. That would have been a great Saturday Night Live movie. 
I would have watched that for two the hours. Time. He's the a only musical. one. <laughs> and then the movie ends with him finally dancing and stuff. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And everyone's doing? just like, oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great movie. Yeah. So but no, we got It's Pat instead. Although, yes, we are talking about uh, part one of phase three of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. We made an error. So we've got to talk about do, 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 do. Ant-Man, Ant-Man, which was actually the end of the Phase 2, right? which we, makes no sense. And we were talking about this before we did our Phase 2 episode. It was like, it's got to end with Age of Ultron. It's Avengers. But why, nope, why it, ended it ended with Ant-Man. Ant-Man. No, it ended with Ant-Man. So we forgot, and uh, that's how you know we're human, right? We didn't really forget. We just didn't see him. Oh! You know, as a guy yeah. that routinely gets that as a hype yeah. joke? Yes! I'm frankly disappointed in you. What? Frankly. You're just a short guy. He's Ant-Man, man. But I get that joke all the time. Ooh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Especially from people that are like a couple inches taller. I'm like, okay. God, I, laughed at, I laughed at your song dance. You can't laugh at my great dad jokes. <laughs> ah! oh! Yes. You even got some belly grab. Oh, like yeah. It. No, this is, uh, this is the Chris oh. Evans. <laughs> Squeeze it as bags going. I'm so much larger than you. Or like just the full on like. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it does uh, a lot. Every, like almost every, every thing I've seen, it, it's either like the the model pose yep. or just full on like laugh out just, loud, yeah. belly laugh, or this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all jokes aside, love Chris Evans. Bad love Chris Evans. Keep talking, man, because I like just realized. I don't got the lights on. <laughs> so the lighting is terrible. We may have to redo the beginning. No, no, we're gonna keep going. Oh yeah. We're That's... gonna keep going. I mean I've watched I've watched these shows where people are like, I gotta go take a shit and then they keep rolling. Oh. It's like You know it's funny because actually when you got up, I was like, is he seriously gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> and announce it? Just keep talking, I'm gonna go take a leak. Yeah, I gotta go take a dump. <laughs> um I don't know how long I'm gonna be. That's gotta look better now. Clearly, Because yeah. I was like, it's getting kind of dark in here. <laughs> oh! I was actually thinking to myself, it's a little dark, but whatever. I mean, the expert whatever. I mean, the sun's going to last at least another hour. That's right. That's right. So, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. Right. Seminal classic. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ant-Man is a weird movie. Because that was in production longer than Iron Man. I was going to say, like, that's the like, longest Iron Man didn't even exist. Movie. That's in that had been in production. Yeah. And then ended up not even showing up until the end of phase two. Right, because that's so many problems. Yeah. And like I don't know if it had problems, but Edgar Wright was the original director attached. It I had guess problems. It and Marvel problems just weren't clicking. Yeah. It, well, first of all, it took forever to come out. Yeah. Like I even and again, like, okay, so for me, I honestly could give no fucks about this movie at all. You were crazy for like oh yeah it's it's got what I just immediately forgot his name Edgar James Edgar <laughs> Edgar Wright Edgar Wright I don't know James or James Edgar I don't know feels like he should have a James in there he's British right yeah so why wouldn't he have James Edgar James. Wright the fourth <laughs> <laughs> he's never gonna be in the show I can tell you that right now no we'll get Nick Cage before we get him and, and Val that's Kilmer. fine with me we'll get Val Kilmer before we get him anyway <clears throat> um. Love you, Val. A lot, actually. Yeah. 
You weren't my favorite Batman, but you weren't my least favorite, so there's that. Because we still want to do that. We, we still well, want... you were amazing in Heat. You were amazing in Heat. You saw him in Heat? You didn't see him in Heat? Yes, sir. Okay. In Heat. So you've seen him in Heat. In Heat? <laughs> Do you see him in Heat? Yeah. Didn't you? I saw Heat. What? <laughs> what? No, I still, yeah, no. Batman versus Superman, the uh, Kilmer Cage cut, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it's either the Kilmer, Kilmer Cage cut would be, actually, that would be Locked. That would be so. <laughs> that was so great. The only way it would get better if it was uh, Clooney Cage. Oh yes, Clooney Cage. <laughs> the smuggest Bruce Wayne, yes. but the worst Batman. Anyway, uh, before we get sidetracked, Ant Man. It obviously it was troubled because he was out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly think it's because originally his movie, his vision was a self-contained movie. That right. was it. That's it, what I feel. There like. was no cinematic universe when he started. Exactly. He had I, his movie. I feel like that's what it was. And then when Ant Man or uh, Iron Man hit, and then they were like, "No, we'll just do this whole big huge thing." Yeah. Then it was like, "Okay, but can I still just get my own movie like without any sort of?" And I, and ultimately they yeah. were like, "No, you can't." But they did. I think eventually they strung him along. Going, "Yeah, sure, Ant Man's just going to be Ant Man." Oh no, that's right. Yeah, because he he was still because on, was and like, then once he was off, we were in middle of phase two where he right. was like, "I'm done." I can't yeah, do that's this. right. That's right. And then it was all of a sudden, yeah. like months later, it's out, and yeah. it's mostly his vision. New director, fucking what's that guy's name? Peyton Reed, I think it was. It is Peyton Reed, the guy that did Bring It On. That's right. Yeah, another another mother seminal classic from the late '90s, starring a one Kristen Dunst and an Erica Dushku. Eliza. Erica. Is oh yeah, it is Eliza or is it Eliza? I mean, with Eliza. Well, do you know? Because you're a Buffy. Fan. I just you call her know. Faith from Buffy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, it's Faith from Buffy. Yeah, I know <laughs> I'll her. Watch re- I know her real name. I just I'm way too lazy to say all that. <laughs> Erica Dushku. <laughs> and it's Eliza. 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 It's Dushku. probably it's, it's Dushku. Probably, it's not Dushku. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Douche coup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. That's good. But that was a classic. The original Bring It On, I remember liking yeah. a lot, actually. Bring It On is an excellent movie. It was a lot better than I thought Who's, it was. The, who's the guy in that, too? There, there's like a popular... I don't I'm brain farted. I don't, I don't even... I almost, never I actually, almost flipped over to Clueless I've for a second. I've seen him, and I... Yeah, but then again, Cause it ties like, us up. To Ant Man because we keep getting sidetracked. That's the thing. I was going to go to Clueless because I was like, "Hey, Paul Rubb isn't bringing it on." <laughs> oh no, wait, that was Clueless. I almost yeah. tied it up, but I went way back in the nineties. Uh, okay. okay. Anyway. All right. So. Uh, yeah, when they finally announced, like, and he was off the project because even up until they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he's still on it. Everything's going smoothly," and then when they finally said, like, he said, "I'm out. I'm yeah. done with this." Yeah. At that point, I was still just like, Ugh, I was I like, don't... this movie is doomed. You know, and um, and this was even like, because, yeah, in phase three or phase two, there was really none of those Dark Horse movies except for Guardians. Right. So with Guardians, I was like, oh, there's, like, Ant Man might be okay. Might be okay. But I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, and then once they started saying that it's it's a heist movie primarily, then I was kind of like, okay. 
That in, that intrigued me. It was very intriguing. Yeah. They cast Paul Rudd, which I don't know if you know who Paul Rudd is. He's amazing in everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen him be bad in any movie. Oh, he's always great. Like, even in bad movies, he's really good. Oh, he's always the best part of a bad movie. Like, uh, what's that one with uh, where Alec Baldwin is his dad and totally screws him over and makes him take the fall, so he's got to go to jail. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson's in it, too, and uh, what's-her-face is in it. Is it Kate Hudson? I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm going to go with Kate Hudson. Anyway. I'm fucking that on my cue cards. Yeah. I'm fucking. I'm shitting the bed over here. <laughs> anyway, the movie's terrible. Yeah. The movie's absolutely terrible. And it was one of the first times where Owen Wilson was Owen Wilson in a movie, and I was like, you could have been anyone else. You didn't have to be you. <laughs> you know? And I like Owen Wilson. I, I've never really been like, I don't like him, but in that movie, I was like, ah. Does he really do anything else besides Owen Wilson? Um, because he got sad Owen Wilson. Was it Owen no Wilson. escape? No escape. He wasn't. A okay, Wilson. okay. No escape is. A he good was movie. actually he was acting. Yeah, you know, Chris Brosnan. That's a good movie. Yeah, that really came out good. of nowhere, and I was like, wow, that was a good movie. Shell and I saw the trailers. We're like, yeah, we're gonna watch it. Showed yeah. up on Netflix. We watched it. It was great. But anyway, Paul Rudd. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> we gotta watch it, and then we watched it. <laughs> it looked good. It was good. Yeah. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. I saw the trailers. When I saw the trailers, I was like, okay, this actually looks good. Mm-hmm. And bolstered because of Guardians, I was like, there's a very good chance this is going to be really good. I didn't think it was going to be like a tentpole movie. I didn't think that it was going to be as good as it was. No. Okay, because I loved this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, in fact, we walked out of there and both of us were like, that might be my top five. Yeah, like, it immediately jumped up there. Which, back then, you know, that was pretty high because there was only ten movies. Right. You know, there wasn't like And it was, like, it was instantly, we were going with, like, Iron Man, Avengers, Guardians, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and then that guy came out of nowhere and was like, yep, I'm in the top five. Yeah. Um, was... It didn't really surprise me that I was in the top five. Oh, what am I trying to say? I, I expected to have problems because of the whole the whole production thing. Yeah. So so being in the top five, like being that good after all of that. Right. That's what shocked me the most. Like if it was just an Ant Man movie, I wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm shocked. I liked an Ant Man movie. Yeah. But it was the fact that it had that many problems, and I was still like, wow. Yeah. That so turned like, out really good. Like as an example, it'd be like Justice League, where mm-hmm. good. Not as good as Ant Man, and Ant Man had probably just as had more problems. Yeah, you know, um, but like starting right from the get go, I mentioned that I love Paul Rudd. You mentioned that you love Paul Rudd. He is phenomenal in this movie. Yeah, as uh, like a Robin Hood character, you know, he's exactly. Yeah, he's a burglar. He's not a robber because that you really feel threat. for him, right? You know, he he says himself he doesn't like violence. He doesn't want to hurt anybody, mm-hmm. so he. And then it becomes a gag joke later on, and you're like, yeah, yeah, because he's a burglar. Ah." But he's, um, like, just gets out of jail, and all he wants to do is just be a father to his daughter. Yeah. You know? Um, And even just, like, when they start off with Hank Pym, right? Hank Pym being uh, Michael Douglas. Mm -hmm. And even the de-aging technology that they used. That was mind-blowing. That was the best I've ever seen. Because they did that before, yeah, that was before Civil War. Because 
obviously Robert Downey Jr. Prince Civil War was mind blowing too. Yeah. But this was even more so because you were like taking thirty years. Like Tron Legacy tried it with Jeff Bridges, and you could tell it was CG. You could tell. Like it, it, was, it was like it's good. cool, but I know that's fake. Exactly. Whereas this one, if you didn't know that Kirk Douglas was a million years old, yeah, you would think that he, you know, mm-hmm. actually looked pretty good for his age. For sure. Like, Whoa. Yeah. You know, and they had that whole thing, which I liked. I liked that they had Hank Pym as the original Ant Man behind enemy enemy lines as like the second coming of Captain America. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I like that you had the slime ball who wanted to weaponize it. Uh, Peggy and Tony Stark, uh, Howard Stark, the precursor to S.H.I.E.L.D. I yep. thought that was really cool. That was really cool. Very cool. You know, like I remember just being like, I, whoa, this is awesome that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just having, because of the weaponization thing, having, uh, oh, and they mentioned uh, his wife. Yes. They mentioned right. his wife, Janet. Janet and uh, alluded to her also being a partner with him. So we're now we're like within five minutes. I've geeked out really hard for a character I could give two fucks about. Yeah. Like in the comic books, literally, he was a character that I was familiar with because we're geeks and we have to know every inch of every single character. Mm-hmm. That's why I know Charlie Twenty Seven is part of the original Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, even though I've never read any of those books. Yeah, have no desire to read any. Of those I books. unfortunately knew that too. You know, but like... But isn't it funny, like, how much of a difference movies make in, like, just making you, like, holy shit? Because that first five minutes, you were geeking out. Right? Yeah. Now, if that was a comic that you're reading, would you be geeking out as hard? I wouldn't have read it. Right. I would have just... And even if like, I did read it, I would be like, Unless whatever. it was, like, um, Bendis and Malieve doing an Ant-Man. Right. Well, if it was then, a creator bringing you in. You know, or Morrison and uh, Frank Quietly, and this mm-hmm. was going to be their crazy take on Ant-Man. But even exploring then... Exploring the quantum dimension. Yeah. I would have been like, okay. Like, they got Robert Kirkman to do fucking Ant-Man when he was at Marvel. And I'm a huge Invincible <clears throat> fan. And I still didn't give a fuck about Ant-Man. Yeah. So... You know? Ah. So, like... And it's not even like... See, like, with Ant-Man and Guardians, they both had the... They didn't have the benefit of, like, say, Captain America or Iron Man, where I always liked the character, but I didn't care to read the books. Yeah. I didn't care enough to read any of the books, even though I'm familiar with Catwolf. But who isn't? It's Catwolf. <laughs> you know? But, like... Um, That'd be a great twist for Infinity War. Oh. Here comes Catwolf and fights Thing. What? Everyone would just be like... You'd get half the crowd going, Fucking Catwolf! Yeah. The rest of the crowd that aren't nerds are going to be like, What the fuck? Captain America just became a werewolf. He's a... What the... And he still has a shield? What does he need that for? What the fuck's going to happen next? There'll be a big fat head floating around. Oh, there he is. It's, oh, MODOK? It's MODOK. What's MODOK? <laughs> what does MODOK even stand for? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what MODOK stands for. That's right. Nicholas Cage right. would actually play the MODOK. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Just a giant head. Just a giant With dick. that giant, like, widow's peak <laughs> that he's rocking. Oh, A giant Nick Cage head just floating around. Oh. oh. But yeah, so... Guardians and Man, both characters that I could give two fucks mm-hmm. about. No fucks about, actually. Literally nothing. Zero fucks. No fucks at all. And yet, first five minutes, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Like, mm-hmm. instant world building. Yep. Where I was like, holy shit. Wow, this is really, really cool. And then you flash forward, and you introduce, immediately introduce Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who's Paul Rudd. He's in jail. Getting out is his last day. Yep. And... It's Paul Rudd, but it's 
not like it's Paul Rudd, but it's not. You know, if I, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like I mean, Paul Rudd is lucky enough that he can pretty much play the same character. But I was, I liked that it at least in this one, there was a lot of heart to his character. You know, he wasn't just a bad guy. Mm -hmm. He was like, a, like I said, I called him the Robin character. That's the magic of a superhero movie, though. Like you don't see the actors when you see these characters; you see the characters. Yeah, and I mean, like I know that. Uh, well, just recently, I've been hearing some of the actresses or actors are saying like, uh, "There's a, a a section of Hollywood that looks down on the actors that are in these movies." Right. There's a huge, actually, huge chunk of Hollywood. You know, Jimmy like Foster, oh, Steven Spielberg. Even. Oh, you're in a superhero movie? And, and then yeah. it's just like, yeah, but like, I think, I don't think I would like these uh, these actors as much. Uh, Paul Rudd ex is an exclusion, mm -hmm. but like, Robert Downey Jr., I was hating the idea of him being Iron Man. Now, I'm like, you have to kill him off to recast him. Yeah, well, what was he really doing before Iron Man? Like, he was fucking second billing to Halle Berry and Gothica and freaking Val Kilmer and Kiss Kiss Bando. Yeah, like he wasn't both good really movies. doing good movies, but still, like he was no longer an A-lister. Yeah. he was dropping down. Like he was second, third on the credit. And list. do you think anyone's looking down at Robert Downey Jr.? If they are, they're not doing it to his face. Yeah, oh shit, they're not literally going. Oh, another Iron Man movie, eh? Mm. Not bad, you know. Considering in ten years now he's the Godfather of Marvel, apparently, like that's his actual nickname. And pro is. Is he, like, the highest-paid actor in Hollywood right now? Oh, I guarantee it. I think it's probably him and The Rock that are neck and neck. And I bet you The Rock is probably looked down upon because he's doing essentially superhero movies. He just looked down upon... He, like, he right. was screwed in the beginning. Like, oh, right. a wrestler in Hollywood? Yeah. Screw off. Now he's, like, the franchise Viagra. I guarantee <laughs> you the same group of Hollywood that hates yeah. the superhero movies are just like, why do we have to get The Rock in our movie? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, because now we make a billion Watch dollars. your box office. Yeah. Like fucking Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2. Rampage. That was actually a lot of fun. That looked like it was a I lot of fun. I watched it last week. It's a lot of fun. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It looks like it plays itself just seriously enough. It, it knows exactly what it is and it's not trying to be anything exactly. else. Exactly. Like, you don't, I don't think you walk out of the movie going like, hmm. Yeah. Well, that you was know? a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's the voice <laughs> right there. Oh, I'm not happy with these turn of events. That's Wayne Johnson. <laughs> 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 the boulder? Is that, oh, the rock? Oh, my mistake. Mm, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, so, anyway, so like I was saying, so, um, I, having Paul Rudd as Ant-Man was a, a smart move. Very smart. Having Kirk Douglas, or Michael Douglas, sorry, as uh, Hank Pym, smart move. Even uh, Evangeline Lilly. I, I, you know I crushed hard on Evangeline Lilly. I did not know that, um, but I think everyone has. I mean, I like, never watched like Lost, six but seasons I think of Lost. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Lost is a really great show, but yeah. I don't own it because it's a great show. I, don't know. I think you do. Yeah. Don't even try to tell me that yeah. you're, you're, like, you're yeah. totally motivated by your boner. You're not, okay? You're not. I have two heads. And your thinking head. This head. I'll say this head. Because you never know. So there are some days where even I'm thinking like straight through yep. the penis. Anyway. Yeah. So. I got weird. Eh, I mean, but the, uh, okay, so you got the world building. Yes. And the Darren Cross character. Right. You know. And I, that guy's a great actor. I actually really like him. His name is Corey Stoll. I like him. I, I always forget his name, but whenever he pops in something, I'm like, oh, yeah. the bald guy. Yeah, that guy. I never remember your name, but you're um, so damn good. But even his character, I thought, was really good as the, you know, the protege to Hank Pym. 
who Hank Pym thought maybe maybe this is the guy that mm-hmm. I will you know give him the serum or the the Pym particles. Sorry. Yes. Um, and then just realizes that he just wants to weaponize it just like the other guy. So he's like, I can't. So he fucks off, disappears, and he's forcing this guy to try to figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, uh, Evangeline Lilly is the daughter of Wanda, so she's estranged from her dad because she doesn't know the whole story. And we don't know the whole story that happened with, uh, with, his, with her mom, his wife, you know, how she disappeared. She just thinks it's his fault. And that's it, <clears throat> right? But yeah. she's also now keeping an eye on Darren Cross because she's they got to know how close he comes to figuring out the pin part. I love the way she, they uh, played her in this movie. Yeah, you know what? Like, like, I, like she she looks like this businesswoman, but then she kicks fucking ass. Well, because you know she's saying like we don't need him, we don't need him, and yeah. you know through the training montage, mm-hmm. you realize she's been trained. Oh, yeah. She's been training the entire time, and it's not to train Scott Lang no. or anyone else. It's no. for her to be the ant woman, I guess, was yeah. the goal, right? Because she's like, well, no, I, I'm with this. This is my dad's thing, and I want to make sure that it doesn't turn out bad or yeah. become weaponized and stuff. But even the yellow jacket, the design for the costumes were great. You know, oh, yeah. I liked Ant-Man's design because it was new school, old school. Without any sort of optimization, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it was just, uh, it looked cool. Like even when the when Scott Lang breaks into the house, right, and the whole sequence there is really cool. And I'll touch upon that really quickly uh, in a minute or so. But even he just goes, it's like motorcycle gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he steals it anyway because, like he says, like what? Why was this locked up? Right. Yeah. But um, okay, so like he gets out of jail. We meet uh, Louise Pena. Who is amazing? That's his name, right? Pena, Louise Pena, Michael, Michael Pena. Louise was his name. That's in his the name movie. In the movie. He is great. Oh, he's every, hilarious. But in this movie, I was just like, oh my god! Like when he does that, I heard it from this person who heard it from that person. Yeah. That whole sequence. Is that was you know what? That was a perfect way to do comedy in a Marvel movie. Yeah, so exactly. Because it was so good. just good, and yeah. it was that part. You know, sure. Later on, it happens again, but it was just like, and I love that he's going, and then. He's saying the chick's line as she's saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's, it's his coming voice. Out of her mouth. Yeah. And it was just so great. Like, even the, the, the cast of characters that you get introduced to. The, mm-hmm. the Russian. Yeah. Uh, T-Pain. Mm-hmm. T-I? It's T-Pain. I think it might be T-I. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so, like, you know eventually that he's going to have to do the the, the heist. Yeah. You know he's going to have to do the heist. But you feel for him when he's working at Baskin Robbins and you're just like, oh my god, this is terrible. All he wants to do is just be on the straight and narrow for his wife, or for his daughter. No, for his daughter. You know. Yeah, I guess his wife, too, because he does still love her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even though she's... Saying that douchey cop. He starts off douchey. Starts off douchey. He gets douchey. better. He gets better. And you see why, though. Oh, for sure. I you mean... You know, like, you get it. Like, like, in his eyes, yeah, Scott Lang would be a huge loser. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he is kind of a huge loser. He because is. he's this, like, electrical engineer, this genius, and time, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's out, and he can't really be hired because he's got a record, yep. which is an interesting catch-22. Stay on the tra- straight and narrow, we're not going to hire you. you got a record. Don't go back into jail. Okay, fine, go back to jail. You know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, social commentary aside, don't go to jail because it'll fuck your life up. Um, but yeah, so Michael Pena is great 
in this movie. Um, but <sighs> the suit's great. The yellow jacket suit I thought was awesome. Yeah. You At know? first I was kind of like, eh. At first I did the same thing, but you in know, action. All, of course, has got the same powers. In that. action, yeah. It's, it's that same whole thing where Marvel movies, the bad guy has to be the dark mirror. Right. You know, it can't just be anyone else. It's got to be a dark mirror. Eventually, they're going to run out of dark mirrors. Oh, yeah. You know? But we'll see what happens. But in this case, like, but it was it good. Worked. Yellow Jack was good. And it was the way they shot the fights, too. Like, yeah, with, well, um, you know, random objects getting blown out of proportion. And... Yeah. The ant? Yeah. Yeah. The giant ant. Like, the, uh, the Thomas the Tank Thomas Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. I was I, like, how the fight scenes were really cool. In that it was a standard good guy, bad guy fight scene mm-hmm. elevated because they're fighting on a toy train set. Yeah. And then they're fighting in real life. But then they're back onto other things. And I love the way they shot it too. It was like, it's all epic and stuff. And then it cuts away to like what we would see. Like, and it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when he first puts the suit on and figures it out. Yeah. Like, and uh, so he falls out of the building completely, hits the car roof, and it's just this thud. This little, like... <laughs> so, Almost a puncture hole, and the yeah. guy's just like, "What?" <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like all these things, and like, I don't know if there's anything I don't like about this movie. And I watched it enough times, like even just recently watching it, and now I'm watching it from like a more objective perspective because, like, I want to see if maybe it holds up or maybe it doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. Everything holds up. Oh yeah. Uh, the, uh, the only thing is, is the telegraphing of him getting out of the quantum. Uh, dimension. Right, right. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it's. I'm kind of glad they did because, I mean, you couldn't have ended it with him trapped there. No. You know, you had. Well, I mean, to... now that you know where the second movie's going, I guess you could have left him there. You could have, but. But then he wouldn't have been it's a weird for, ending. For Civil War. Yeah, and, and that's so. it, too. Like, you know, you wouldn't have been in Civil War. Plus, it's a weird ending because you really root for him. Oh, yeah. You want him. Like, you know what my favorite, one of my favorite parts is when, you know, he's talking with his ex-wife, you know, and he got his daughter that horrifyingly ugly <laughs> rabbit thing, and yeah. she loves it. Yeah. She thinks it's the greatest thing ever, and, like, his wife just literally goes, just be the man that your daughter, that, that she already thinks you are. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that is awesome. Yeah, like, that's that's really such cool. a great line, because, uh, and the, this actress, the young actress who plays her, is young. Daughter, yeah, for sure. And is so good at making it seem like she really loves him as if that was her dad. Yeah. You know, there's none of that, um, there's no, like, wall because it's like, yeah, you're a stranger. It's, she's literally, like, she gets it. And her name is Casey, too, right? In the, in in real the, life? In, in the movie? In the movie, it's Cassie. Cassie, Cassie, yeah. right. So it's kind of cool, though, because they kind of set it up so, like, they could she could it. potentially become the next Ant Man in like Phase Four or Five. Yeah, or whatever they could. They have the. They've got that potential there. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, it's just so something as simple as that. So then when, you know, he he returns the suit. Oh, that's right. That's what I want to talk about. What I loved was the initial reaction when. So like, he's like, "Yep, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do this heist." And then he does that quick little flip over the fence, and everyone in the van is just like, "Whoa, okay." Because they're like, yeah, he's a you know, burglar or whatever. Yeah. He's supposed to be really, really good. Then they see that one move, and then they're just like... And then we're doing the same thing. Yeah. Because we're like, well, it's Paul Rudd. you know. And yeah, you see he's got arms in this movie, mm-hmm. which is probably the only time I've ever seen him have arms. Yeah. You know? 
but then he does that move, climbs up there, gets in there, does the whole sequence where he takes down that archaic, virtually impenetrable uh, safe door. Yeah. And the whole time you're just like, Jesus Christ, like this guy is really smart and practically smart and quick, 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 but also really good physically. Mm-hmm. And then then it just kind of takes off from there. Like, I love that he returns the suit, gets arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and then he literally goes, I was returning something I stole earlier. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> that doesn't work. You know, and the way they used the ants, I thought was really cool. Like, covering yeah. up the security camera so that they don't really know Hank Pym is ever there. It's just his lawyer. That's one of the saddest deaths in all the Marvel movies was Anthony. Oh, I know. When Anthony died, I was like, oh my god, Anthony. When he gave him the name, yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Anthony? Anthony. The only thing, though, is uh, I watched it on Netflix uh, last night and I had the subtitles on because yeah. it was late at night. Uh, and it actually has A-M-T and then T-H-O-N-Y. Or Y is the spelling for it. And I was like, that's dumb Netflix. It's Anthony. Yeah, it's Anthony. But yeah, as soon as he said Anthony, I was like, that is great. <laughs> that's that so is great. genius. Yeah. And then, of course, during the sabotage part of the movie, and you see it, and it's so brutal, because it's a fucking ant. <laughs> you feel for him. I really feel for Anthony. I did not want him to die. No. And when, like, I didn't realize, you, and when he did die, I was like, yeah, it's a hero's death. Yeah. But I didn't want him to die. He didn't have to die. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him is what they said. So there you go, Ant-Man. You made me feel for an ant. Yeah, but like, and I liked that they did really make it a heist movie. Hey, what are we doing? We, uh, we just finished talking about Ant-Man. Did we? We did. Wow. Oh, wait. Seminal classic Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Slash heist movie. We talked about Antony. Yes. It's a heist movie. Wow. Good heist movie. Everyone's great in that movie, right? Great movie. Oh, wow. Ant-Man. Okay. Ant-Man. The end of Cinematic Universe Phase 1, or Phase 2. Phase 2, right. Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 2. Because we fucked up before. No, we didn't, did we? We we fucked up before because we didn't make part of our our, our Phase 2 episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're like, we'll we'll kick it off with our Phase 3 episode. Fucked up on that by not completing that. um, But wait, it did happen. That's right. Because we're here. That's right. And that's Ant-Man. And by fucked up, you mean our writers fucked up. Yeah. We, we just read the shit off cue cards. Fuck those guys. <laughs> our writers are terrible. That's what we get for hiring them. All right. So, next up on the list. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Captain America. Of Phase 3. Right. Yes. Captain America Civil War. And we start off Phase 3, Marvel Cinematic Universe, with a fucking bang. Boom! But just so you see, it's Civil War. Yeah. See? Team Cap, Team Iron Man, other people. They are against each other. Against each other. They like each other, <laughs> but they don't like each other. That is correct. And so... And in case you can tell, we are Team Cap. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up Team Cap. So that's, uh, yeah, what we'll do there. All but, right. uh, I mean... <clears throat> okay, so I'll, I'll start off with... Uh, trying to figure out things I don't like about the movie. Well, the one thing that we that I don't like, I believe we both don't like, is how simple it all is for Zemo to put this whole fucking elaborate plan together to have these yeah. two Avengers yeah. kill each other. Actually, yeah, that is the main thing that I don't like, because, uh, you know, they talk about it in 
the Dark Knight, and we talk about it in uh, Skyfall, where the bad guy, the super smart bad guy, yeah. uh, intentionally gets arrested. Mm -hmm. But there's too much happenstance for these plans to work. Uh, with the Dark Knight <clears throat> and with Skyfall, I don't feel like there's any sort of happenstance. I feel like they've mapped it out enough, and then after they get arrested, whatever happens after that yep. just kind of happens, okay? Like, especially with Skyfall, I feel like he started off with a plan with the, the intention that, okay, well, if Bond's here, I'm going to do this. If Bond isn't here, then I'm going to do this. But the whole point of his plan was to get to the big, huge uh, court meeting to offer. That's where he was going to kill him. Mm -hmm. He couldn't because Bond was alive and fucked up his plan. So that's a regroup. Here, in Civil War, it's too easy. I hit it on you. There's, with Civil War, there is times where I'm like, ah, uh, really? Yeah. It's... There's... But it doesn't bug me the part where I hate the movie, because I love this movie. No, that's right. Civil it's, War it's is fucking those... amazing. It's one of the best Marvel Studio films, easily. Yeah, like, oh, uh, what, I was, I was going to say... Because the parallels between this and Batman v Superman are huge. Yes. And Batman v Superman got shit on, and they said, like, Luther's plan didn't make any sense, and there was too much of this. If you watch the extended version, Luther's plan makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. It actually makes more sense than Zemo's plan. Zemo's plan is to uh, destroy the Avengers and also track down the rest of the super soldiers that were like Bucky. Yep. And they kill them. And they kill them. Why? And his whole plan is all, I'm going to be in the middle of nowhere in fucking Russia. They're yep. in Russia. Yep, they're in Russia. Covered, That's right. And I will be there, and these super soldiers will be dead, and Captain America and Bucky and Iron Man will all be here, because that's how it's all going to work out. Yep, they're going to kill and each other. And we didn't know if Iron Man was going to be there. It was his own decision to go, i got to go help Steve. That's right. We knew, like, he had to have known that Cap and Bucky were going. Yeah. Okay, just basically because... His storyline is tied to Bucky's storyline because mm -hmm. it's the same group of guys that were trained up just like Bucky. Yeah. But they were worse than Bucky because they didn't have the moral compass that Bucky had. They're all just like, I don't care. We'll kill everything. We mm -hmm. don't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> his plan was a lot of stretches. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, Daniel Bruhl is great in this movie. Oh, he's awesome. I mean, excellent. Uh, I still love when you realize that. He's not talking to his family on the phone. He's re-recording. He's playing re recorded messages from them yeah. because they died in Sokovia. Mm -hmm. I thought that was crazy. That was so awesome. And then to think that this guy was now had access to a whole group of Buckies. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Right? This is going to be crazy. He could have had his own fucking group of soldiers behind he him. He had his own team, but then... But he kills them. He kills them all. Because he knew Iron Man would be there, and he had this footage that was perfectly taken in the middle of the bush <laughs> of, of Winter that. Soldier killing killing the Starks. The security camera with wicked angles. Wicked angles, like we got this angle, we got this angle, we got almost inside the car angle. That was another thing that I gotta say. Like I, I uh, was one of those things where, as I watched the even the first clip, mm -hmm. I was like, "Bucky killed the Stark family." Yeah, and. When you know it right away, I mean, like, I don't know how else they could have done it where I wouldn't have figured it out, but you just know right away. So when you finally get to that point, you're kind of like, okay, all right. And even though 
then when Tony, like, when he finally knows, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no coming back from it. They were about to team up to take down Zemo and potentially this group of super soldiers. Yeah. Once it's like, well, you, he killed my mom. Then it's over. And you feel for him. You're not oh, like, I do. Totally. You're not like, oh, Jesus, Tony. You're just like, no, 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 no. And then when he does it, you're like, ah, shit. Because, I mean, I would do the fucking same thing. Anyone would. I would. Anyone would. It's just, it's, it's just, it's too fucking easy. It's yeah. Like he was just this random dude in Sokovia. His family died. I feel like people want to use the whole easy argument to shit on really good movies like Skyfall and Dark Knight, but even like to hammer down how bad Batman v Superman was. But his plot made more sense than Zemo's plot. Right. Zemo's was a lot of consequence. For, for for Zemo to plan all this out and then it happens, he's a fucking mastermind. He's smarter than fucking Banner and Stark and Shuri because and anybody else. It's in the none of this universe. like happenstance thing. It's everything goes according to the plan yes. that he laid out. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I know this That's is a Marvel movie and you can never critique a Marvel movie, but you can. We you just can. did. And, uh, and But you, to hammer like your point home, yeah. it doesn't make me hate the movie. It doesn't make fact, me hate the movie. It doesn't even make it's, me it's, dislike it's the movie. One little part where I'm just like, eh. Because even though all of this happened, I was just like, Ugh. Well, because they also we still got that. We still got, yeah, but we still got that fucking amazing fight at the end between Bucky and Cap and Stark, Tone, uh, Iron Man. Oh, Where the fuck, they're throwing man. the shield back and forth. And, and, just everything. And, and, breaking the suit. And Cap fucking the arm, just right through breaking the suit. Breaking the suit. Taking the shield. Yeah, here, have the shield. Fuck it. It's not yours. It's, yeah. it's my dad's. Yeah. It's like, fine, whatever. It's amazing. The fight scene, it's so crazy. It gives me goosebumps. The movie is so good because, like, in contrast to the comic book that this is loosely based on, they really almost go out of the way to make Stark seem like the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, he's imprisoning his friends, anybody that doesn't want to enlist in the the Sokovia Accords is what they call the movie, but it's the Superhero Registration Act is what it is. Yeah. So he imprisons friends that don't want to join. He enlists bad guys to now be the heroes that are arrested. He's really like really becoming close to being a bad guy. Like mm-hmm. um, Mr. Fantastic, the ultimate Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, right. Ultimately becomes a bad guy just by virtue of him trying to be the the best good guy out there. Right, right. And that's where they really start pushing Tony into that realm where. Ultimately, I'm doing the right thing, but are you doing the right yeah. thing? Yeah, it doesn't like, matter what I'm doing because my end goal is the right thing. Yeah, where and that's your opinion. You know, and you can say the same thing about Thanos coming up in, in Infinity War. Yeah, he wants to bring balance to the universe. Well, I mean, you're going to kill half the world yeah, or half the universe. Exactly. That's bad. But I, you know, in the comic books, they really, really push him close to being the bad guy in the piece. Yes, in the movie. They don't do it nearly as much. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, and I will probably say this every time, like because I, I like how even though yeah we're team Cap, at no point in time was I like, what is Tony doing? What yeah. a prick! Fuck that guy. His made sense. Every step that he made since Iron Man one to Civil War, that arc made sense. Yeah. Just like with Captain America, I have a hard time believing that Team Iron Man are going to look at Cap and go. This none of this makes sense. This is so out of character because his arc, conversely, from being the soldier that just wants to, you know, yeah, fight bullies everywhere, 
to now being so disenfranchised with the idea of being a soldier that he doesn't even really know what's going on, but he knows that his buddy, he's got to help his buddy because he didn't do these things, mm-hmm. right? And risk sacrificing his Captain America identity. All of it makes sense. At no point in time am I like, do I feel like anyone's the bad guy in this? And I love that they made that choice. They didn't make anyone seem like the bad guy. So even the the guys that sided with Tony and Captain America, you're still just like, I get it. I get why they join up. You know, and it, the only time I think it's really bad, and this is even when you come into like Spider-Man Homecoming, is the fact that Tony used Spider-Man to fuck with Captain America. Yes. He's like, you don't know that in, in Civil War Three. you have that wicked scene, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but he mentions it in Homecoming, where he's just like, I just picked you because I knew Cap was going to hold back. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, eh, that's a dick move, bro. That's yep. a dick move. You know, because, sure, you knew Cap was going to hold back, and yeah. he did, yeah. but it's a fucking kid that you just said, yeah, no, fight him. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, um, <clears throat> they do a really good job of not making you Hard, it's hard to pick one side or the other, I'll say. And the only reason why I leaned more towards Cap is because I liked Cap better. Yeah. I mean, you know, I thought. I love Cap and I'm the same comics. Robert Downey Jr. certainly made Iron Man way cooler than he ever was in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they followed suit after that. And I like Iron Man as a character with Robert Downey Jr. And he'll be really hard for me to picture anyone else in that role. I don't know if I can, honestly. You know, um, I mean, even with Evans, Seven Down's Cap, uh, if they do a recast, it'll still be hard. Not as hard with the Robert Downey Jr., but I'm a Cap guy. You know, I'm Cap all the way through. Guy. And, you know, like, even with characters like uh, always liking Cap, but never liking the comic books, liking Iron Man, but never really liking the comic books, always liked Cap more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just how always. it is. I, I uh, you know... You agree with his outlooks on everything. What he stands for. Yeah, exactly. He's, but you know, I never felt like the guys that were on Team Iron Man, or even just fans, that were pricks and losers and shit like that. No, it was just, I, was like, I get it. That's cool. I, I, I yep. get it too. But there's a reason why it's called Captain America Civil War. It is Cap's right. movie. It is Cap's movie. Right from the start. Oh. Again, Crossbones. We'll, might as well touch on that. Yep. Uh, it, it kicks off a cap, Cap's little new Avenger team that he put together at the yep. end of Age of Ultron. Doing like a stealth mission. Doing a stealth mission to take down um, yep. Frank uh, Frank Grillo's character. What, what's uh, Crossbones' real name? Brock? Something? Brock. Brock uh, Rumlow. Yes. Okay. So they're going to take him out because he's got a bomb or something, right? Yeah. Some sort of... I love Frank Grillo. He I, is so good. I mean, like... I wish he would have played the Punisher. I was going to say, like, you made the mention that if yeah. he would have played Punisher, I would have liked Punisher more. I agree. I think I would have liked Punisher a lot more. I liked the Punisher. Yeah. The TV show, uh, the Netflix show, slow burn. Way more slow burn than I thought it was going to be. Very slow burn, but the last two episodes are a crazy payoff. Yeah, crazy payoff. But, like, and Brenthal is great. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Grillo would have been better. Grillo would have been awesome as the Punisher. Fuck. Especially because, like, they both kind of look like Punisher, but Grillo yeah. looks more like Punisher. Grillo looks right from the comic books. Like, yeah. if he wasn't Crossbones, he should have been Punisher. Like, Ray Park. Is that what his name was? Ray Park? The guy who played Darth Maul? No, sorry. Um, the, the other one from uh, Punisher World Oh, uh, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson, yes. Yeah. He looked 
He looked like a he, Tim, looked, he looked like a Tim Bradstreet painting. He was yeah, exactly. Bradstreet's version of Punisher. I was yeah. like, oh, Yeah. Sorry you're in a garbage movie. Garbage movie. Oh so bad. <laughs> um so fucking terrible. So bad the fact that that is one of like three Marvel movies I don't own and never will own. Yeah, that's right. There's really not that many Marvel movies I'm willing not to own. There's Punisher Warzone. There's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> There's the 2015 Batman. sure you didn't like the image of uh, Ghost Rider pissing fly- flames? No. And I love Nick Cage, but I still could not pull the trigger on buying that movie. Uh, there's the Fantastic Four remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, oh, from 2015. Yeah. Oh. Don't own that. And That's going to be a video for us to do, is all the garbage movies. The garbage ones. Oh. It's a huge garbage truck full. And then Man-Thing. <laughs> In case Man-Thing. you didn't remember, Man-Thing was one of Marvel Studios' first films. <laughs> it went direct-to-video, and it was so bad that you saw cameramen in the background running around. That was so Awful terrible. Movie. Awful movie. Oh, although so, I can't wait for us to do the Blade trilogy. Oh man! Oh Blade man! Because that one we always forget even is when, Marvel. Movie. Even when the Blade trilogy is bad, I, I'm still loving it. Yeah. Oh shit, man. Um. So yeah, getting back to this, kill. I wish they wouldn't kill off Cross. I really wish they didn't kill off. I would have loved to see that character more. Because visually, he looked awesome. Yeah. Like I mean, I know that they couldn't have done it exactly like he looked in the comic books. Because mm-hmm. realistically, he looks like a poor man's Bane. Okay. Yeah. Um, what they did with him in this one was great. Yep. Like they established in Winter Soldier, he's a soldier. Mm-hmm. He kicks ass, yep. but he's not going to be wearing a onesie, like a muscle with shirt, a skull on it, with crossbones on yeah. it and stuff like that. So giving him the helmet that kind of looked like a skull painted on there, yep. and then giving him the body armor with the crossbones kind of etched in there, yep. perfect, was awesome. Yep. Giving him the gauntlets so that he could actually keep up with Cap and maybe beat Cap was great. And I thought about this the other day. I liked that he was uh, the Batroc character. Because Batroc was in Winter Soldier. Yeah. We never mentioned him, actually. I think, no, we mentioned him. No, we him. mentioned him. That's right. We mentioned him. So, but instead of killing him off, they could have just they had him, him kick the shit out of him. And then now we've got another Cap villain that's kind of floating around in the ether, as they say. Yeah. As opposed to killing him off. Although, yeah, killing a moth led to the deaths of a bunch of Wakandan people and actually sparked the uh, Sokovia Accords. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it would have been nice if they still had it with him not dying. Yeah. You know? I would have been, been still have okay with him Scarlet living. Witch being sloppy with her powers. Yeah. He lives. I think that'd be worse. The bad guy lives. Innocent people die. That's worse. Mm-hmm. You know? Then you, when you have those pointed scenes where she's like staring at the TV and Cap's just kind of hanging out, like turn it off, <laughs> you know. But again, like Cap right away is just like that's on me, mm-hmm. you know. That's not on you. That's on me. And you're so like, I mean, man, you, you Cap, were, you you're weren't so ready cool. to be out there. That's you know. I'm, yeah, I it, love Cap. I the love whole everything. sequence too. The whole sequence is great because you've got Falcon with a slightly updated costume. Yep. Okay, that we kind of we saw in Ant Man. The newer version of his costume. Uh, we got to see uh, Scarlet Witch, but she's not in a costume. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to see uh, Black Widow. Yep. Being Black Widow, kicking the fuck out of people left and right. She's awesome. Like, like Black Widow is one of those characters, and, and Scarlett Johansson's performance where it just gets better every movie. 
Yeah. And, it, and, and here's movie. the thing. She started off in Iron Man 2. Amazing. Yeah. Like, she's awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That whole hallway scene where she's beating the shit out of everybody in a classic suit. I was like, Jesus Christ. So great. You know? And then you see her. And you're right. Like, every single time after that, uh, I feel like it's the same with all these characters, though. Yeah. They never get worse over time. You know, like... They all get better or they stay kind of like on a... Like, I feel like this is the best Captain America that we'll see for now. Yeah. I mean, one day he'll be recast and I... I, And it's weird. I love Chris Evans, but when they cast Chris Evans as Captain America, (laughs) I I was was just like... (laughs) What? The guy who played Human Torch is Cap. Really? I guess I can kind of see the looks. The guy's a joker. How is this... This would be like casting Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. Because yeah. back then I was going like, I was going looks. I was going like, well, he doesn't look like Steve Rogers. I was actually saying Mark Valley should have played Captain America. Before. Mark Valley? Do you remember that short run DC show, um, Human Target? Yes. That oh, guy. Yeah. I thought that guy looked that like Steve Rogers. Too. That was an awesome I show. I love that I show. I really wish they would never have canceled that show. I'm surprised. Oh, man. They had so awesome much with that show. Awesome show. And yeah, but here's the thing, though. He, like, and I never thought about this in the comic books, but this is a guy that's not going to look too old. Exactly. We always kind of pictured Cap as being, like, in his mid to late 30s, when realistically, he's going to be in his mid to late 20s. He's just a jacked up dude, Mm -hmm. you know? So when they cast him in that part, uh, you know, we we talked about this in First Avengers, so we won't go too crazy, but, I mean, I, like, like I said, it was, I likened it to Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. I could see Ryan Reynolds as the Flash, which is what he was originally going to be. And then when they switched to Green Lantern, it was kind of like, no, mm-hmm. no. And even like, they don't even try to make him a bit more serious. So, but at least in these movies, he's Cap. I think yeah. he's a better Cap than we've seen in most of the comic books. I agree. You know, like Brubaker's run is like right on par with this. Yeah. You know, um, and even uh, Mark Millar's writing in Civil War. Is very close, very close. Even though Malara, I can't stand him. Yeah, he's doing his own little indie thing. He's crazy. You know, he's absolutely insane. Everything he writes for is to be a movie now. Why aren't you just writing screenplays? Is what I think. Yeah. Everything's about being a movie deal now. Well, he gets two parts of the money though: money yeah. for the comic book, money Life for the movie. movie. Right. Right. So it's, it's a great get-rich game. I guess. It's a great gig if you can get it, but I mean. I'll wait to see how this shit pans out though with Mark Millar. Yeah, you know, um, he's doing he's doing some new comics coming up that look pretty interesting. So I'm going to see. I'll, I'll check them out. I mean, they're not all like Starbright. Starbright was great. Starbright was amazing. I, I really enjoy it, even though I didn't read the whole thing. I, I love the first issue of Hawk. Hawk was a good first issue. I have issue. to check that one out. That one I want to check That was a good out. first issue. But, uh, um, so yeah, anyway, uh, some war. So. Uh, well, we started off with that, and uh, you know that's the impetus for the Sokovia Accords, and we start to get the uh, cracks between the Avengers, where we start to see where the divides are happening. Yep. You know that War Machine is going to lead up with Iron Man. You know that. You know it. Just like you already got a hint that Vision is going to lead up with Scarlet Witch. Even if you don't know that they hook up in the comic books, you get that feeling right away, yeah. and you know that Scarlet Witch is going to be hanging out with Cap. Mm-hmm. Right? The interesting thing is, is that know that Cap and Black Widow are really good friends, yeah. she sides with Tony Stark. But I feel like it's one of those, she's just kind of going to lean towards the winning team. 
Yeah. Not really with any sort of, like, she feels like the Sokovia Accords are going to happen, so she's going to be on this side. Yeah. You know. But they already start to split them up right away. You get it. It all makes sense. And then we get a really, really hard scene to watch, even now, is the funeral for Peggy Carter. That is a tough scene. It's a tough scene because she's great. Wrong. It's just like, Imagine that, you love your life, you get pulled away, you come back, she's like in her 90s, and then you see her die. Has amnesia? Like, or not amnesia, but Alzheimer's? Yeah. Like, uh, when they did that scene in Winter Soldier, and I remember just being like, oh god, no. And like, right in the pit of my stomach, I was like, that's terrible. You know? But then this one, she's dead, and he's a pallbearer, and now we start to get to see the biggest hints that he's gonna hook up with Sharon Carter. Yeah. But I mean, she gets that great line where she does the... Mark Twain line, where it's just like, even if the whole world tells you that you're wrong and you know you're right, your job is to plant yourself like a tree and say, no, you. Yeah. You know? And I was like, it's man, great line. that's great. And I don't understand the critics and, and just people in general who thought it was creepy that he hooked up with Sharon. It's creepy when you think about it. It's not really creepy. It's not his daughter. No, it's not. It's, it's I think, what is it? It's her aunt. Yeah, well, it was, Peggy was her aunt, but yeah. I mean, he, he got... Pulled out of time. I mean, it would make sense. Why can't he? It just so happens they're related. Yeah, but I, I mean, like when you think about it, it's creepy. Mm. It is because it's kind of like it's one of those like ah, it's kind of weird. But at the same time, who gives a shit? I give a shit. They're great together. And, yeah, uh, the chemistry is really good. Emily Van Camp, which I never would have thought she would be a good Sharon Carter. She's an excellent Sharon Carter. But yeah, and she's a great actress in general. She's and, really and, good. I never would have. I. Honestly, didn't see her in anything other than those movies. Yeah. And so immediately I was kind of like, I don't know. But, but yeah. I enjoyed her performance so much where I'm like, I if an Uncharted movie happens, oh. a real Uncharted movie, not the the Tom Holland, Kid Nathan Drake version, if that, that sounds like what's going to happen. But. <laughs> why, why would they start off that way? That's how they're starting. Why would they start Tom Holland at the way? moment is signed on as Nathan Drake. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing an Uncharted prequel. <laughs> With Kid Nathan. <laughs> that was one of the things I liked about Uncharted 3. My favorite thing about Uncharted is the relationship between Drake and Elena. But I liked that they had Scully and a young Nate, like, in Uncharted 3. Yeah. They built up that, but that was, like, a side story. Mm. Man, no. Nah. So, so that's oh, what yeah. they're doing. That's oh, what they're yeah. doing. But if they would have done the real version, I think she would have played a great Elena. Yep, I agree. That was I my agree. pick. That was my pick. Um... um so anyway, yeah, she's great. Let's talk about the Air Force scene. Well, first of all, before we go any further, I'm just going to say, everyone's great in this movie. Everyone is great. Even the fact that they dusted off Thunderbolt Ross. That was great. The previously that was so great. Blackballed Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, now we know, okay, so the Hulk did happen. That movie happened. Parts, At least parts of that movie happened. And seeing him now makes me go, okay, well, if he's around, then Betty Ross, Tyler's Betty Ross, has got to be around. Why not? Where is she? Abomination is somewhere. Exactly. Tied up. What's the leader on? is out there. That's the one where I'm like, why can't we have the leader? The leader is out there somewhere. Why can't we have him? Again, we need a Masters of Evil. God. It's got to so happen. It's fucking easy. It's got to happen. Christ. I mean, like, I've heard people saying that they want to see, like, the Red Hulk. I don't no, want to see Red Hulk. I don't ever. The fact that he exists in the comics is, is stupid. Especially because I called it. Remember, I was like, yeah. "I bet you it's going to be Thunderbolt Ross." Yeah, and it turns out, and it, and it was Thunderbolt with the big mustache. So yeah. when he turns into the Hulk, his mustache vanishes. When he turns back into Thunderbolt, it 
Totally be gross. Yeah, but like I, I remember saying that because like at one point they made him very tactical and they were really teasing his identity and I, I was like, I bet you it's either going to be um, the one military guy, uh, the one that was trying to bang Betsy Ross. Oh, yeah. I thought it might have been him, but then they killed him off. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, it's Thunderbolt Ross. And then they did the big reveal and I was like, oh, it is Thunderbolt Ross. That's dumb. So dumb. Anyway, that was awful. Anyway, so yeah, so we bring back Thunderbolt Ross. Now we know that at some level, Incredible Hulk happened. Yep. Okay, they referenced the Harlem fight scene, so we know that that happened. We know, like you said, so Betsy Ross is alive, Abomination is alive. Where are they? I'd like to know. The leader? I want to see the leader more than I want to see Abomination. I want to see the leader so bad. Christ, that I want would to see be the awesome. Leader so bad. If he's leading the if Masters anyone is, leader, if, or if, Masters yeah. of Evil, oh. if anyone's going to break apart the raft and get those villains out, it's got to be the leader. Yeah. It's gotta Shit, be. That would be crazy. I know awesome. they can't do another whole solo movie because the whole fucking movie right thing is universal. So dumb. It's gotta be a way to get around it though. Well, Sony it. Like, do a partnership for fuck's sakes. Actually, you know what? If a new Avengers ever happens, that'd be awesome. Masters of Evil as the villains of the new yeah, Avengers. Exactly. I'd be so, with it. so that is uh, great. I, 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 I'm holding off on that airport, airport scene. Holding off. Oh, yeah? Because we gotta talk about the fucking stairway, staircase scene. Yeah. He's, like, Bucky... Cap's gotta get to Bucky first because the kill squad's gonna kill him. Yeah. But also, I think, on some level, Cap also wants to not have Bucky kill the kill squad because he knows he's gonna do that. And then we also have Black Panther coming after the Bucky. The of Black because, Panther. you know, Bucky... Or, well, Zemo kills T'Chaka and sets it up that... Uh, Bucky, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier's yeah. the one who killed it. Exactly. So. That scene is insane because mm-hmm. it starts off with this. That wolf fight's amazing. Like crazy contained fighting in the apartment. Yep. And then it breaks off into the stairwell, then breaks off to the roof, then breaks off to fighting Black Panther. And then you see what Black Panther's capable of. Like when he's running and Cap's running and they're just fucking like just super soldier fucking running. And, and Black nuts. Panther is outpacing him. Yep. Like. That is so crazy. And then it leads into the uh, freeway scene where they're jumping on cars and shit like that. Like, the whole sequence starts off here, expands massively, yeah. and is amazing all the way through. And like and like you said, like you get a feel for Black Panther right away. Mm-hmm. You get a feel for him right when you meet him, and you're like, that sucks, your dad died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you see him later, and you're just like, Jesus Christ. And again, like, you don't feel like, fuck you, Black Panther. You get everyone's motivations right away. Yeah. You feel it, and even though you're Team Cap, you're still just kind of like, well, it sucks. Sorry, Man, like that's terrible. Yeah. You know, but man, that was awesome. And and what happens? We get introduced to Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. The introduction, the whole thing with Aunt May and everything. That was a great introduction. It made me it sold me. It was me. so great. It sold me on Holland as Peter Parker and as Spider Man. We saw in the trailers yeah. Spider Man. And we were like, Oh That's a good wow. Spider Man. That's good. I am digging it. That eight minute sequence but, but when he's actually in action and fighting and everything, you're like, this is a great fucking Spider-Man. Talk to Witcher Soldier, complimenting him on, on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is so cool. He's holding his arm like this. Is so cool. You know, and like, like he's a kid, mm-hmm. so he's like exuberant and he's like, yeah, but he's also still a smart ass. Like, imagine a kid growing up in this world with these Avengers. Like, these would be the heroes. His heroes. That's he, right. He idolizes his people. And that's that, right. now he's on the stage with them? We, the, they show clips of him on YouTube with his 
uh, his makeshift costume. Mm. You know, now you make it makes sense because he looked at Tony Stark, he looked at Captain Mary, he's like, okay, well, if I want to do this, I gotta have a super suit. Yeah. So he makeshifts his own costume. And then Tony Stark looks at it and goes, that's the color scheme? Okay, here's your new suit. And it looks awesome, but like his sequence where he's he doesn't want to admit that he's Spider-Man, even though he's caught. You know? He's still Peter Parker. He's got a Bronx accent. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you get this, like, you, he doesn't mention Uncle Ben, you know, great power, great responsibility. They kind of tiptoe around it. But it's enough where in that eight-minute sequence, I'm just like, oh, man, this is awesome. This is Peter Parker. Yeah. And then so when you see him as Spider-Man, because you knew it was going to happen, it was it was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we'll get to the hangar scene. Right, because that kind of leads into it. Yeah. Because so he's part of it. Take it. Take it away. Hangar scene, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. You saw this? Yeah. In the actual movie. You see these in comic book covers all the time. I know, and now we got to see it on screen. It is, I'm looking at the Marvel movies, it is the best fucking live-action fight in any Marvel Studios film. Because everybody gets their, their chance to shine. Yeah, you know what? Like I, I have to, because even with the with Infinity War, which we haven't seen yet, right? We just we, around we, the corner. We did. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Uh, Ant Man growing in the Giant Man, fuck, that was Holy so shit. fucking cool. Holy shit! I knew it was coming because toys spoiled it as yep. usual. But when but Peter, still. when Spider Man says "Holy shit," yeah. everyone erupts with laughter. Yeah. Right? So when you watch Homecoming. And they re-edit that. I was like, man, mm. come on. Yeah. Because that was a great part. It was so great. It, but oh, man, the fight scenes, you're right. Like, everyone gets a great beat. Mm-hmm. Not one person is shortchanged. Yep. Everyone gets a great beat. Everyone you get so the, good. You never really get the sense that one side is going to win over the other. You know, or even that great scene where, you know, Cap is just like, hey, kid, where are you from? And then he's just like, Queens. Yeah. He's like... Ah, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. Oh. Well, New York. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I never would have thought that, like, in the middle of this crazy fight, that all of a sudden he's just like, hey, you did good. Like, where are you from? And he's just like, Queens and brought the Bronx. And then they're like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> love One it. of my favorite parts. I love it. <laughs> so good. But, like, so that fight scene is great. And, like, and I said earlier, like, I never really got the sense that uh, Black Widow was truly on Team Stark because, you know, she ends up helping out Captain America's team, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, that one there is just, they're friends. Like, she's literally in between two groups of friends. You It'd know, be she, hard. It, it would be tough. You know, and she's got, like, some sort of relationship that they sort of keep hinting with Black, or with uh, Winter Soldier. They keep hinting at something, right? So then... When they finally splinter off and back, Bucky and Cap take off, you get that whole scene with Thunderbolt where he's getting his ass chewed out. Like, mm-hmm. Tony Stark is getting his ass chewed out. And it's not just from him, it's also from Black Widow where it's just like, well, now what? You know? And yeah. then you get that scene where the, now they're locked up. Hawkeye's locked up. Ant-Man's locked up. Falcon's locked up. And they all fucking hate Tony Stark right now. Yeah. They're all pissed. Maybe they don't hate him, but they're pissed at him. Because they feel like he's Judas. He stabbed him all in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just like, guys, like, what was I supposed to do? They were going to do this anyway. 
I I felt like this is the best way to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's at the beginning. I forgot that line wrong. Uh, where it's just like, uh, I still feel like, uh, oh, man, the hands line. Sa- I, I still feel the same as hands are still wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, well, what if we fell in, because Thunderbolt says, like, well, what, what about Thor? Where's Thor? Where's the Hulk? You know, I lost a nuclear missile. There would be questions being asked. And you get that, too. Like, I understood that. I wasn't like, fuck you. I'm still like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. It's different, but I, I get it, yeah. you know. And It's a really, really smart movie, except for the Zemo stuff, you know. And the Zemo stuff is still really cool. I yeah. love that he's the, the bad guy. I love that he's not really a Baron Zemo that we know, you know. Even though it still kind of would have been cool if he would have had some semblance of a costume, but for his character, it did make sense. It did make sense for his. If he had a costume, he wasn't he'd be like tied what? to the fucking Hydra and everything. He wasn't the like the, he just wanted to fuck the Avengers up because yeah. he fucked his world up. Yeah, that was it. And so I just called him Hair Zemo. Helmet Zemo. Helmet? No, they don't call him Helmet. I thought his name was Helmet Zemo. I thought his first name was Helmet in this movie. It might actually be Helmet because Helmet Zemo is one of the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Um. The only thing, actually, no. Uh, it's funny because nice we talked about nice pop. Hmm? that arm. Oh yeah, nice, they're usually good. Nice arm popping. Usually good. Um, we talked about how Avengers two there was no stakes. Yeah. This one there was stakes. Tons of stakes. I mean, uh, Vision almost ends War Machine's career, mm-hmm. so he's paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah. You know. The team is fractured completely. There's none of these high-fiving afterwards. Like, yeah, sure, at the end, you know, uh, Captain America gives Tony Stark the letter and says, hey, look, you know, we both kind of made some mistakes here, and I'm sorry for my part, but at the same time, you have to understand where I'm coming from. I love that end, the letter showing up. You know, and then it's just like, but if you ever need anything, here, give me a call. Mm -hmm. And it's a burner phone while they're hanging out in Wakanda, and I was like, that's awesome! That's so cool, you know? Um... What else was really cool? I also like the part where he's just like, the one part where he's just like, he's my best friend. And then Tony's like, I was too. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, but you still are, but you have to understand, you know, yeah. but like, like we said, like he killed his parents, you know, or his mom, <laughs> his mom. I was too. But I also, like, I almost would have liked it with, uh, at some point, because like, it's all, it's really only about his mom, but like, yeah. Have Cap referenced the fact, he's like, hey, look, I knew your dad, he wasn't a prick. No. He talked about you all the time. Yeah. Or, like, he, he wanted to have kids or something like that, you know? But, yeah. This movie is just amazing. It's a fucking it's amazing absolutely movie. amazing. It, and it's, uh, to see it's the, not on the level Winter Soldier, but it's still fucking amazing. Yeah, it's it's close. It's really it's close. close. It's close. Winter Soldier is pretty much untouchable. Winter Soldier is a perfect movie. Yeah. This, just because of the whole Zemo thing, not quite perfect. Yeah. But still, that's one of the best superhero movies. Yeah, and, and like, so for the Russos to have this many people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to juggle this many people. This was their test run for Infinity yeah, War. To find out that they're doing Infinity can, can, War. Can we do it with this amount? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, let's double that now. Yeah. Or quadruple it. Quadruple it. Yeah. Because, like, what, 64 characters or yeah, some shit ridiculous. in Infinity War? Yeah, something ridiculous. But, like, Everyone is really great. Everyone is really believable. Everything they do makes sense. There's yeah. really, like, aside from the just the happenstance sort of, or 
the lucky aspect of his plan. Yeah. It's great. It's great. So, Captain America, Civil War. I think I'm done with it. You? I have nothing else. Amazing film. Amazing. Yep. Probably. What's next? Mm, variants of the Navy. But this is probably the best movie in Phase 3 so far, I think. Before, mm. before Infinity War. Yeah, Guardians 2, eh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's close. It's close to Guardians 2. What next is... Doctor Strange. Now... It's kind of hard to come from this high. Right? <laughs> now fucking just drop. Like and then drop because... And an ongoing theme for me with Marvel is... I don't understand why they're making a movie about this character or these characters and watching the movie and going, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I did it with Guardians. I get it now. Okay. I did it with Ant-Man. But after Ant-Man, I officially was like, they can do it with anyone. So yeah. when they, they did Doctor Strange, and I love Benedict Cumberbatch, um, <clears throat> but I definitely was like, this movie will do good mm -hmm. because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, they have a really great success, uh, successful track record, and then I watched the movie, and it's still overall a good movie. I just don't like, I didn't like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't like Doctor Strange because um, he's an asshole. Now Tony Stark's an asshole. He's got we, qualities about him where he's generally a likable asshole. He's a likable asshole, and he also he redeems himself from. Who he was. Yeah. We're, Within we're, the first hour of Iron Man, he's redeemed himself. Yeah. And now he's just on this path of being a hero. Whereas I. Doctor Strange is a piece of shit. He's just a prick. Loses his fucking hands and almost kills innocent people in the process. Yeah. But doesn't give a fuck about that. He doesn't give a shit about the people he almost killed. Oh, how do I fix my hands? Oh, I go here and I do this. Well, I learned this. Now I'm yeah. Doctor Strange. And, but uh, he doesn't really redeem himself No, from who he was. Not enough, I feel. Like, I mean, I will say that to this day, I do, I do like the fact that the reason why he became the top surgeon in the whole world was because he did the work. Mm -hmm. He put in the work. He yeah. read the books. He did all that stuff. So I like that. Um... Did like that on some level that was the reason why he got so good at being a sorcerer so quickly, but at the same time, I did feel like it kind of took away from everyone else that was their whole purpose of doing this was that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is everyone here just lazy and he's the only one that shows up and goes, I'm gonna read the books? But I also don't like how he did it like behind Wong's back. Mm -hmm. They frequently show him just doing whatever the fuck he wants. And getting away with it. And getting away with it simply because he's a rich white guy? Like, is, yeah. is that really? Like, I don't... Like, the parallels for this one would be, like, in Batman Begins, but you never saw Bruce Wayne learning stuff that he wasn't supposed to behind people's backs. Exactly. He was just a student. He was a student, yep. and he was learning, and he wanted to be... Something more than a man. Exactly. You know, same here. He just wanted the use of his hands back, and then he just sort of kind of got really good at being a sorcerer, so now he's going to be a sorcerer. Mm -hmm. So that part didn't kind of make any sense to me. And, and the fucking king of all sorcerers? Like, you're in the charge? The sorcerer of... supreme? Yeah, I, I mean... You know? And he's a, he's a prick all the way through. It's literally only at the end of the movie, and I will only just say this really quickly, that I actually was kind of like, okay, 
I'm, I'm okay with this, but I've said this countless times. Thor Ragnarok, that version, I'm all in. If I watch Infinity War anytime soon, I might like that character too. That version of that character. I'm thinking I might like that I, character too. I have a feeling I, I, on some level that I yeah. might. I mean, I must. Because we're going to see it, you know, Infinity War one day. Soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, um, but if, if Thor Ragnarok is any indication, I'm going to love him in Infinity War. Right. And we will talk about Thor Ragnarok, um, but I did love him in Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I love the way he was done in that. Yeah. And... But like, he's just such a huge prick in this movie, and I can't get behind it. It's a great cast. Great cast. Great but cast. Um, with Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams was a very throwaway character. Didn't need to be there. She doesn't need to be there. Or we'll probably never see her again. Or here's the thing: if if that's the case, don't cast a high profile actress. Yeah, it didn't need to be a high profile actress. No, not for that role. Not at all. I would love to see Rachel McAdams in the MCU. But as someone significant. Well, like as a meteor character, not like... Like Jane Foster in Thor is someone where I'm like, when she's not around anymore, I'm like, I wish I knew what Jane Foster was up to. Exactly. Exactly. Was Rachel McGowan's play... I don't even remember what her character name was in this. uh, She was the love interest. The the love interest. I think she was a former love interest, but just couldn't put up with him being a She's now a doctor or a nurse or something. Yeah. But still couldn't put up with him being a very prick. And forgettable then to towards me. the end, started to kind of soften towards him because he started to kind of soften, but it was still just like, oof. Yeah. It was forced. It was so grossly forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, it's a shame because she's a great actress. Great actress, but... She's one of the few, like, we always say in the Marvel movies, they're generally well-acted. And they're it's a well-acted role. It's just, it's a shitty role for her. Yeah. You know? It's so, so weird. I felt bad about that for her. Um... Um, you were gonna, you were saying... Chewetel, I wish I knew how to say his name. Mordo? Yeah. Great Mordo. Yeah. He was a great character in the movie. I like how it sets it up for him to possibly become the evil Mordo. Especially because, like, I like that he's the one guy who's just like, hold on, wait a minute. This guy? Yeah. I've been here, I was here longer. I would understand why he would want to become evil. But this guy, this is the guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, he read books. I read fucking books, too. I'm better at it than him. Yeah. Okay, fine. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm going to be a Baron. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So yeah. that makes sense. Um, I so would like to actually see a sequel, believe it or not. I, yeah, I would like to see a sequel just because I want to see more of him. Yeah. It's funny enough. I want to see more of, that, more of him than Doctor Strange. Right now? No. I mean, like, in this movie, yeah, I don't want to see uh, Doctor yeah. Strange. But right now, after I want to see... War that we might see one day yeah. that we haven't seen yet. Because... I think he's one of the scene stealers if, if, I, could, yeah. if I could predict, if I could predict the future. We watch Infinity War. <laughs> we have the time stone. <laughs> we're, we're from the future. We're from the future. Oh. Doctor Strange is kick ass in that movie. This movie, not so much. Yeah. This movie, I fucking hate him, actually, except for the ending. But I'm not there yet. I don't I'm not there, there yet. yet. Benedict Wong. Great. He was awesome. Excellent casting. Uh, excellent casting with the one too. Yeah, till the controversial to yeah, say obviously. But, but I feel like it was lose-lose. It was. If you, it was if lose, you lose. Uh, cast a stereotypical, like if you cast an Asian person in that role, then they're going to get bit for it being a stereotypical Asian character. Yes. Okay? Oh, so then, he knows martial arts. 
Yeah, or oh, he's this mystic, uh, mystic person because he's Asian. Oh, there's going to be some, someone's going to get offended by that. Mm -hmm. Just like with Mandarin, the way they did Mandarin with Ben Kingsley, I think was the perfect way to do it if they would have kept it as that sort of like the all-encompassing racial stereotype of every single terrorist. Yeah, you know, not just one particular one. That was great. So when they cast uh, Tilda Swinton. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. all right. I was intrigued. I'm okay with that. I didn't that. automatically go, but it's supposed to be an Asian man. Yeah, I was like, I was okay, like, She's right. a great actress. I'm willing to see how this plays out. And if I remember correctly. Unfortunately, she's white. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, they didn't even like talk about gender. No, they didn't talk about gender. It was just the one. That was it. It doesn't need to have a gender. So I was like, that. I thought that worked. It was a nice little twist, yeah. you know? Um and even like the hint at being a bad guy, because mm-hmm. she makes the deal, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, holy fuck. Um, so that was really, really cool. And the special effects were crazy cool in this movie. <clears throat> yeah, it was like Inception on fucking acid. Yeah. Just, like, whoa! You get, you get a glimpse of some of the special effects in Ant Man in the quantum dimension, mm-hmm. quantum realm. But then, yeah, like, you've got. So. The quantum realm type special effects smashed into Inception with just an acid trip. Like crazy. I watched this on IMAX in 3D. Imagine how fucking boggled my mind. Yeah. Was. Holy shit. Like there's so much in some scenes. You're, there's literally so much stuff going on, like the hands upon hands upon hands, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely horrifying to see that many hands <laughs> on hands on yeah. hands on yeah. hands. Like ugh. yeah, but craziness, just craziness abound. Um. Yeah, like, I mean... Matt Wilkinson, I love, but the character here was very much like the dark elf. I just... It's, dark it's just... It's a, it's a throwaway villain. Yeah, like, and also because uh, now I'll sort of get into the ending. I'm not going to quite get there. I, the other thing I didn't like was that he was the uh, he was the main bad guy, except there was the real bad guy. The real secret boss. Right. It was you very know? Iron Man 3 in that way. Yeah. Where you, you spend the whole movie going, oh, this is the bad guy. Oh, wait. What? No. Right. And like you mentioned in Iron Man 3, like, okay, like if, if originally if it was going to be the chick, I thought that would have been way better ending. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because like, and that would have been a nice switch because he pissed off both of them. Yep. The same night. Yeah. So then you could do the whole, oh, it's going to be Killian or whatever his name is. Killian? Yeah, it's Killian. Yeah, Kildrich? Aldrich, Aldrich, Aldrich Killian. Killian. That's right. So you could fake out him, and then all of a sudden she's the Mandarin, you'd be like, Jesus Christ. Exactly. I would have. That would have blew my mind. Wow. And I wish they would have done that. And she's got the ten rings, and she's like, oh yeah, Tony? Yeah, it's over. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy awesome. That would be awesome. It would you know? be so great. But then here, but and then... okay, so the big boss is Dormammu. He's the big boss. Right. Which... Who did... Did they tease Dormammu at all in the trailers? Or was it a nope. complete surprise? They did not tease him at all in the trailers. So they, it was a surprise. Yeah. That it was going to be Dormammu. It was a legit surprise because I remember watching the trailers and actually like, even in the trailers I remember thinking like, oh, this is an Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. This is just a fucking Iron Man movie. Yeah. But we plugged in a pricklier, pricklier version of Iron Man. <laughs> pricklier. You know. Um, and uh, yeah, there was no hints of uh, Dormammu. So at least for me, that was a legit surprise. I was like, Oh wow! Yeah, I was I was pumped. Whoa. I was like, oh, I love Dormammu. You know, cool. And I like how he beat Dormammu. Mm-hmm. I know you don't. Uh, Ultimate 
just, 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 no. I mean, visually it was cool. The way he did it was cool. Like, the idea behind it was cool. It was just, I, I had these awful flashback memories to Spawn. Spawn yeah. and Albogia. And I see that. And, and you I, know, I get it's that. very, thank, thank God visual effects are better these days. Um, <laughs> but it went on too long. So it went on too long. The, I, the cycle repeated I too long. I agree with that. Like, the first time I watched it, I literally was like, oh, wow, this really, and, okay, so and what we're talking about is, so, we find out, and this is the first time they've ever mentioned this at all, but the Eye of Agamotto is actually the time stone for the Infinity Gauntlet, the Infinity Stones, okay? Mm -hmm. So what he does is he traps Dormammu in a time loop where he just keeps doing the same loop over until finally Dormammu relents and says, like, yeah, we have a deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm not coming to Earth. Because that's the whole thing. Mads Mikkelsen's character, uh, and he all he wanted to do was bring Dormammu to destroy the Earth, I guess. Yeah, or you know. The whole the usual realm. evil bad guy. Yeah, thing. and so Doctor Strange just kept doing the loop until finally he's like, yes, okay, fine, you win. I'm not going to fuck with Earth. I'll go back to my realm. And that was it. When I first watched it, loved it. I mean, it was a great, interesting take on a way to beat a guy. It was like the dance-off with Guardians. Yeah. Because yeah. you were like, well, here's a big battle. Nope. Oh, it's something different. Oh, oh but I agreed Props upon re-watching it. I've only watched this movie twice. Yeah. I've only watched it the once. I, I want to watch it again now that we're talking about it. I watched it the second time, and the second time I remember just, like, towards the end of it, like, okay, all right, still really cool, couple of clips too long, mm -hmm. but then, you know, like, it's just really cool. I, I I didn't mention this at all, and I I liked that the cape was sentient. It's yeah, cloak. that's cool. It had a mind of its own, but it wasn't, like, a Disney mind of its own. Yeah, it was just like enough. Fantasia, fucking dancing yeah, the like it was mom. just enough. For you were like, okay, that's kind of cool, kind of funny, but it wasn't like, oh, I get it. It's got a mind of its own. Yeah, you know, so that was really cool. And I also will say, um, and I get that you can't exactly have the perfect costume representation of a superhero all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like Amazing Spider-Man Two was really close, even though I love the costume for Homecoming. Oh, Homecoming! You awesome. know, and uh, and Iron Spider hate the name, but that costume does look really cool in action. Um, this guy, this, even right out of the gates, looks pretty fucking close. It's, it's, it's awesome. The, I think the only things that they changed was, so there's no gloves on him. Yeah. They so got he really doesn't gloves. look too comic booky. You know, and this isn't like giant. Yeah. Like, like pop your motherfucking collar. Disco collar, you know, it's popped. <laughs> It's, it's still there. It pops it. But other than that, like, he looks bang on. He looks like he would be the Sorcerer Supreme, mm -hmm. A. And B, just, you can kind of see him just meditating. Yeah. This he does. Or hanging out. Like, he could be wearing this while having coffee mm -hmm. at the same time. Not like, like Captain America's suit where you're like, well, you're just having coffee. Yeah. You don't need your shield, you know? So, I mean, like, that's really... That's really cool. The casting is great. Like, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Great, great cast. And as much as I hate Doctor Strange's character in this movie, he does a really good job. Yeah. Because, like, I love the guy. I think he's great, you know? But for him to make me hate his character, that's good. Yeah. That's good shit. Yeah, I did well. Yes. Yeah. I wonder how many Sherlock Holmes Marvel can get in their universe. Well, all they have to do now is cast a... Uh... Any more Sherlock's we have left? Oh, man. Well, I guess you gotta get Johnny Depp in there, because he recently played Sherlock Gnomes. No, 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 no. We're talking, like, actual Sherlock Holmes. So it's gonna be uh, Will Ferrell. 
have to get Will Ferrell in a movie. <laughs> and then you've got all the fuck would he play in the MCU? Does he have to really play anybody? Modoc. Actually, yeah. Shit. A big floating Will Ferrell head. Oh my god. Looked like like the head of Mugatu. Yep. <laughs> okay. There you go, Marvel. Heard it here first, yep. I think. Giant Will Ferrell head is the next one. But he has to look like Mugatu. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> that would just be just so awesome. Because he's so hot right now. I don't really have anything else. I'm to done say. with Doctor Strange. So that was Doctor Strange. That was Doctor Strange. Um, unfortunately for Doctor Strange, I would say this is probably my bottom five of MCU films. And closer to the actual bottom. Closer to the actual. Yeah, there's really not much underneath it. Iron Man two. Iron Man two is beneath uh, it. Thor. Dark, Dark World. Thor two, yeah, is going to be beneath Doctor Strange because it's a well put together movie. Maybe The Incredible Hulk, even though I love The Incredible Hulk hasn't aged as well as the rest of the bunch. That's true. It actually hasn't. It hasn't so maybe that. But yeah, it's, it's definitely one. in the bottom five. Thor, no, Thor 1 has got a I like Thor good, 1. I like Thor 1. Even though, like, I still feel like the ending isn't as hard, but it, yeah, it's, it would it would be before. Yeah, so we're, we're on... Uh, so here it is. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Motherfucking 2. That's right. That's it's not the, in there. You look really close. It's, it's in... Small it's not plot. in there, but I feel like that's plot. what they wanted. Yeah, that. that would be great. You know, um, everybody's back from the first. Everybody's the back. Awesome from the first. first movie. Sometimes you're not sure if the second's going to live up to the first. This easily fucking lives up to the first. Yeah, movie. within the first thirty seconds, and they have the yeah. intro. And you're like, all right. The introduction is awesome. So good. The first movie has Starler kicking aliens around. This has. Baby group dancing around. Everyone's fighting while the Guardians are getting their ass kicked. Listening to uh, the Secret Mix 2, the Guardians Mix 2. Um, Um, And that whole opening sequence is absolutely awesome. It is. And it's like, I love that they. Because Guardians is its own beast. Yeah. So Guardians 1 is its own beast. Very much so. It it is an origin flick, so there's an element of template to it, but not a lot. Not a lot. Okay? Not a lot. Whereas this one takes the Guardians template mm-hmm. and just expands upon it. Big time. So, I mean, even, so you get like a good five minutes of baby group dancing around, getting into hijinks. Yep. And each one of the cast members are interacting with the big, huge monster while at the same time interacting with baby group to some degree. And then finally, music stops and now we get to the big actual battle scene. So they open that up right away, mm-hmm. and that's just awesome. And so immediately awesome. you still get the characters, like you get that Quill is, you know, generally smart and, and good at what he does, but he's not perfect. He's also a bit too overconfident, yep. cocky. You get Drax, who thinks he's the strongest guy everywhere. He's not. You know, <laughs> he's hilarious. Dude. You know, and you get Gamora still trying to call the shots, like sort of like a co-leader, yep. so to speak. Yep. And then you got uh, Rocket just being Rocket. Rocket being Rocket, and then Baby Groot. Baby Groot being Baby Groot. Fucking eating uh, hilarious. And I was scared. Like, when I uh, I saw the trailers and we heard Baby Groot was going to be in it, first I thought, hey, that's really cool. But then it made it look as if Baby Groot was going to dominate this movie. Right. They really pushed him in the marketing. They really, For obvious reasons. He, he was going to push the toys. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, I was scared because I was like, yeah, but this is an ensemble. Okay, this isn't like Captain America Civil War where you have to really push Captain America mm-hmm. and the rest of the characters, but mostly Captain America because this is his 
movie. Yep. This is a Guardians movie. Yep. So you can't just push one over the other. So I was really worried about that. And I'm happy to say that they didn't do it at all. No. It was like comedic. He was mostly the comedic foil. But then there was a couple of times where you were like, okay, all right. Like the, the scene where the Ravagers are, are just shitting all over yeah. the yeah. You're like, oh, man. I felt so bad for the little crew. You know, and he's got those baby eyes, and he's just like, oh. You're just like, <laughs> you like, grab him and hold him and just be like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be all right. Yeah. You know? But, uh, man, do they ever do so much good with this movie? I love the part, like, right at the beginning, where Drax's idea is to jump in the belly of the beast, to claw from the inside, and as soon as he jumps in, like, both Quill and Gamora are like, no, 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 no. Because... It's dumb to think that the insides are going to be any less hard than the outside. Yeah. And you see him just hacking away. Nothing's happening. <laughs> and of course, when they finally do split the thing open, Drax is going to be like, yeah, it was all me, guys. Yeah. It was all me. You know? <clears throat> and he was another one, too. Like, I remember when I first started watching, and he was making, like, tons of, like, jokes. He was more of a jokey character, and I thought, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to really work. But again, like, uh, in Gun We Trust, because, yeah, sure, he was dialed up as more of a funnier character, but he still had a lot of really awesome character beats where you're just like, he's still really cool. Like, mm-hmm. he really fleshed out. Um, the scene in particular was when he calls Mantis ugly. Right. And he's like, you're hideous. And she's like, oh, geez, why would you say that? Because when somebody loves you, that's how you know it's real. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, yeah. wow. Great line. You know, now I get the impression that he feels he's the ugly one and his wife loved him and that's real. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's awesome. So just little things like that where they're not hammering it in your face. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of giving these little quick character moments and you, you're like, yes, okay. So there's a progression here. It's not just the same old shit because they found a winning formula. Yeah. It pushes every character forward. Oh, so much so. Yondu and Rocket. The, the relationship between Yondu and Rocket, and then, but even Yondu and uh, Star Lord, oh. it's like. It's well, that so, one I want to push back to towards later. We'll on. wait till the but end, but still, I mean, everyone's character, everyone's relationship is actually Star Lord and Gamora, though they're they're Gamora and Nebula. Are they getting together? Are they not getting together? Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and Gamora and Nebula, the sisters, you know, the sisters of Thanos. Ah, oh, man, like it, it's such. It's one of those movies where I love so fucking much about it. I don't even know how to talk about it. Yeah, you know? like it's I really feel, hard I feel like Seth's gonna go to two hours if I just really simply kind of because just yeah, because it. like it's just like ah, man. Um, okay, like just thematically. So the first movie, Quill's story arc was him dealing with the fact that he wasn't there for his mom when she died. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he deals with that. This movie deals with who's Quill's dad. We know Quill's dad is Ego because, of course, spoilers trailers, trailers, and trailers and everything. So we know that it's going to be Ego. For comic book fans, Ego's a giant planet. How the fuck does yeah, that work? With a face. A big planet with a yeah. face. What? Ego in the movie is fucking spaceship surfing Kurt Russell. With bitching hair and beard. Yeah. I, it's all one. It's like Kurt Russell is already awesome. I hope we make him more awesome. You make him ego. Yeah. Snake Plissken is now ego. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So awesome. He was also in Soldier. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Forget, forget I said that. We, we got to do a Soldier Camcast one day. <laughs> That's going to be a live one. Just rip it. Oh. 
the forty five minutes in and he said his first word. The basis for uh Terminator mm-hmm. is the same basis for Soldier. Yeah. It's Cameron ripped him off completely. I think it was Philip K. Dick who wrote the initial yeah. short story. Ripped him off completely, made one of the greatest two movies two of the greatest movies of all time. And then we got Soldier and it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. From the mind behind Minority Report <laughs> and Blade Runner comes this flaming piece of shit. This dumpster fire within a dumpster Directed by the fire. guy that gave you Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll uh, definitely do that one. Live yeah. action with drinks. We'll actually get drunk watching. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah, so, great. I mentioned this. So, Rocket is a prick in this movie. Like, right at the beginning, he's kind of douche. Like, He's a hairy little asshole. So, like, the the perfect beings, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, the gold people. The gold people are the reason why they were fighting the monster in the beginning. Yeah. Okay? So, they killed the monster, now they go to collect the bounty. That's all they had to do. Collect the bounty. Simple. You know, maybe you know. Uh, maybe Star-Lord flirts with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe he may, might get somewhere. Rocket steals a bunch of batteries just to steal a bunch of batteries and sell them. Yeah. So, sure, we get the really cool scene where now the Armada is after them. Yep. And it's all just them in... Like, just fucking VR-style VR shifts. I've watched a bunch of sci-fi movies, okay? So yeah. many that I was, like, literally going, why didn't I see something like that before? Yeah. We don't want to die, so we're just going to control the ships from here. Yeah. That's genius. And yeah. as a gamer, that's also awesome. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, fuck yeah, why would I want to be in the cockpit when I could just be here? In the cockpit. Yeah, here's my cockpit. Oh, my ship blew up. I am still alive. I'm totally fine. I gotta wait a few minutes for my new ship to respawn, but yep. I'm okay. Everything's great. That was awesome. So great. But yeah, um, so when we get uh, Yondu literally calling out Rocket going like, I know everything about you. Yeah. I know you. And Rocket's like, you don't know shit. And then uh, Yondu's just like, yeah, I do. You're pushing everybody away so that you don't ever have to get hurt. Boom! Because I'm the same way. Rock is just like, eh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This is true. We got that wicked scene where Rocket's fighting the mercenaries in the bushes. Yeah. Like, raccoon style, even though they call him rabbit in some movies and <laughs> rodent in others. Or they call him a raccoon and he's like, what's a raccoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that was like, there's, ah, man, there's just so many great scenes. So, like, of course, when Yandu does that, I was like, oh, man. So now, I love Rocket even more. Because you're like, well, of course he's not, he's going to want to tell him to stay away from him because he doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah. Because we talked about it in Guardians, the first one. He had the most tragic backstory. So yeah, like, I mean, he's starting to get it. Towards the end of the movie now, it's like his family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his family. You know, he's got baby Groot. You know? It's the, the it's very much about family. The inclusion the of Mantis. Mantis is so great. Fit in perfectly. Palm, what's her last name? Palm, Clementef or something? I can't remember. Just telling how many cats it is. Oh, there she is. Yeah, Palm Clementef. Fit in perfectly. Never heard of her in my life. The nope. actress, never heard of her in my life. No. Nope. Didn't give a fuck about Mantis either. No, but like. Oh, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. So good. So the great. The way like, she played her and, and her just. Just her, being the reason character that moments. Ego can sleep. Yeah. Which I thought was really kind of cool, because you're right, like, for a guy that's destroying countless civilizations, 
just to find the one kid that could be just like him, mm-hmm. it, I'd like to think it'd be hard for me to sleep too. Yeah. You know, even though if I'm just like, literally my mindset is, yeah, okay, I'm doing it, but I, that's, I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So people have to die, right? But she fits into the Guardians like that. So great. There's no like, uh, why is she here? Yeah. It's like, huh, okay, all right. Um. Everything about ego. Ego, just even, I think the only part that kind of, like, why does he give Quill's mom cancer? He explains in the movie. I'm trying to remember, like, because I remember just, even when he explained it in the movie, and I've watched it a couple of times since, and I remember just being like. I, I guess because if he knew she was still out there, he wouldn't be oh, able to, to yes. focus on his. That's his right. Property. He killed her so that he could he, continue he was, his mission. She was the first one he actually loved. That's right. That's right. And I remember just kind of being like, yeah, but cancer? You couldn't just kill her? Yeah, you couldn't just have, like, a fucking boulder fall on her? Yeah. Or, like, or just, like, snap yeah. your fucking fingers. You're yeah. a goddamn celestial. I'm going to give you a disease that will just rot you away. It's going to rot you away, and uh, I know you have a family. Mm-hmm. So that family's going to totally get Be fucked destroyed. up over Completely this. Destroyed. But who, fingers crossed, you're going to have, have a kid. Please, yeah. God, have a kid. You know? Even though the fight scene with powered-up Star Wars... And Ego was easily one of the best That's superhero so fight scenes. That's so awesome. Like, I loved how it was, like, Ego was organic. Like, rocks, and grass, and whatever the planet was, he, that's how he was as he was fighting. And Quill was full-on Superman, just yeah. fighting. And, like, it was so great. Quill's uh, plotline was great because he felt for him because now he finds his dad. He doesn't want, he feels something's wrong, but he doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to believe it. Gamora's even saying, that. "Hey, something seems everybody, wrong." Everybody, everybody's saying, "Hey, don't do this," and, he, and then he then he starts to push away his friends, Everyone. his family, because, because he wants to play catch with his dad. This is my dad, you know. He finally, found my dad, and, and I get that, and it, but it, that one was kind of an eye roll because he knew, he knew it was coming. That was probably the only weak part in the whole movie where you're just like, because mm, that's cliche, mm-hmm. that's cliche. No matter how cool. Russell is in this movie. Yeah. He's super cool. But even when he starts to get menacing, he turns it up. And then you're like, where was this guy in Soldier? What the fuck? <laughs> I'd buy this movie in a minute, but nope. <sighs> Never mind. Nope. He had he didn't have a beard, that's what it was. Yeah, he had his uh it was Stargate a beard. Work. Yeah. Yeah, it was straight on Stargate. Straight up. <laughs> um but this movie, um, it follows like the Winter Soldier thing. Where it's not a filler sequel. No. Because you know there's going to be a third guard. Yep. And they could have and this, and rested this, on their laurels just like Thor 2 did, Iron and Man 2 Iron Man did, two, and Avengers, Avengers 2. Exactly. This one was like, no, we're going to expand the universe. Mm-hmm. And now, so in the first one, technically they were fighting to save the universe. Technically. But really it was fighting to just get the Power Stone save and Zandar. save Xandar. Okay. This feels very much this more one like you're saving the galaxy. Saving the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, the only time it really bugged me was when they showed shots of Earth getting messed up because, well, where was any Avenger? Yeah. Any Avenger. And we've talked about this in the past, where I, where I'm basically, it, it, it happened so quick. Yep. I'm sure an Avenger did show up. It was just after. But show that because I immediately was taken out of the movie because I was like, like when the first clip happened, I was like. 
okay, that's crazy, you're mm-hmm. fucking up where... But then the second cliff happened, I was like, nobody showed up? Not even, like, uh, Nick Fury in a car showed up? Like, I mean, I get it, it could be rural uh, Midwestern America, but Iron Man doesn't show up, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... That doesn't have to be anything other than you just see Iron Man flying and then maybe stop because it's over. Something, yeah. Doesn't he doesn't have to say anything? You don't have to pay fifty million dollars to Robert Downey Jr. You just use Iron Man's suit. Mm-hmm. That's it. But that part was—it's a minor thing. But it's—I feel like that's one of those where if we keep doing movies like this, that's yeah. Then I'm gonna start saying things like, "Well, hold on a second. because um. Now that we mention it, <laughs> in our Infinity War episode that we haven't shot yet because we didn't watch Infinity War yet, I have to think, okay, all these aliens are coming to New York again, right? Is the Netflix series going to touch on this? Yeah, I mean, like, the Netflix series does touch upon... On um, the first film. But that's it. But this happened in New York. It's very weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's becoming more, Daredevil the more they add. going to mention Spider-Man at some point? Yeah, or will, will Daredevil vanish at the end of it? Or will Knight, uh, or like, uh, Luke Cage reference? You know what I mean? So, the more you add to it, the more it's going to be hard to fucking, because it's yeah. all different creators on this. It's like, not, well, I mean, Kevin Feige. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, like, in the comic books, you see it. They have it. And it, it can even just be a throwaway panel in a comic book, but nobody bats an eye. Right. Right? So why, you know, why does it have to be so difficult here? You want to see the, the greatest bonus collectible ever? Yeah, I do, actually. I just caught a glimpse of it, and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Flip this over. Oh, yeah, that is just fucking nuts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, okay, so, that's, that's really fun. That's so great. But, like, uh, I will say, though, the Ravagers being the original Guardians was awesome. Very cool. And yeah. then with that, you get Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. That like, was awesome. Not only did fucking James Gunn, you know, get the fucking cast of Cliffhanger back together, he got Tango and Cash in his film. Wait. Hold on. Cliffhanger cast. Yeah. Michael Rooker and Sylvester Stallone. But no John Lithgow. No John Lithgow. He was like the crux of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to tell me that that crazy bad guy wasn't the crux of the movie? Yeah. Tango Cash. I'm going with Michael Rooker. 100%. He has a great hair in the 90s. 100% t- Tango Cash. Tango I never Cash. even thought of that. And that's fucking yeah, hilarious. Tango Cash. That's so awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Man. Oh. I love James Gunn. What about the resolution of the sisters Thanos? That fight scene. That, that was, was a great fight. Epic. Down in like that. Cave but I love that finally she's just like. Finally breaks down and they finally have that. Yeah. Heart to heart and like literally just like I was trying to be like you because he liked you more. Mm-hmm. Snake. Kodak. Snake. Is that? Hold on, I think it's something to do with pancakes. Ah. But, like, I love that scene, and I loved it because, like, they gave layers to Nebula that they didn't have to do, but yep. they did. Like I said, like, everybody in this movie, it gets a, like, their stories are furthered, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like, well, I feel like now, Star-Lord can be Star-Lord. Yeah. 
You know? Like, because... That whole search for my father is out of print. It's done. It's over with. Because he realized that, sure, he wasn't my dad, but Yondu was my father. Yeah. And Yondu got to say the greatest line of all time, uh, which was, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then... And it was cool! And then that end. That is probably... Like, I, I'm, I'm a crier. I'm a crier, too. I'm a pussy. I'm a crier. That is like, probably I mean, the most I've cried in a Marvel movie. That was a very sad ending. That was very sad. It was very sad. It was bittersweet. Because, it was like, bittersweet, but it, yeah. You know, but like he got to, like, you, you realized Who thought I why would ever shed a tear for fucking Yondu? Yeah. Yondu. Exactly. And yet, you know, you shed a tear, plus he gets his, uh, he gets his Ravagers. Yep. Which um, finally, uh... Him or... The death, like he gets yeah, his, exactly. Not his death, but his uh, his funeral. Mm-hmm. He gets the Ravagers send off. That's the word of yeah. send off. He gets that send off. You know, they actually they save the full on universe. Uh, I also like how there's no mention of the Infinity War all in this. No, you know, there's no stones, no nothing. It's just you know looking for his dad. Finds out his dad is actually yeah. crazy batshit. You evil. got the daughters of Thanos in here, yet you didn't have to fucking shove the. Gauntlet down your throat. That's right. You touched on him a little bit in the first movie. It's the first time we got to see Thanos actually fucking talk. You got to see Thanos talk. You got to see him move. And then, of course, we, it's all about the Power Stone. Yeah. And then the next movie, and I thought for sure this was going to be touching upon, but they don't. No. And it was refreshing. Like, I wasn't it was like, very refreshing. I wish they would have mentioned something. I was just like, okay, all right. And I love that about the Guardians movies, because even though the Guardians are going to be in Infinity War, their own movies are very much just their own universe. Yeah, I really like that. I, I and I honestly like, even after we reviewed like Homecoming, I really do kind of wish that Homecoming was its own movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I wish that they scaled back Tony Stark even more. Yeah, you know, just let it be Spider Man. Yeah, or at least if you're gonna have Tony Stark in it, have it be a lot more smart because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, man, like. I even love the suits in this one. Suits it's are more great. of a uniform. The soundtrack look for them. is great. The soundtrack you know, is great. The zoo. Awesome mix of volume two. The, the, the zoo, zoo coming in. The Yandu, yeah. the real father, was like, hey, you know, I, hey, I like the, he would have wanted zoo. you to have this. And he's just like, oh, and instead of it being an iPod, it's the yeah. fucking zoo. And I was like, that's the greatest thing ever. Because I was actually thinking, like, well, if we've got the two tapes, well, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. The zoo is the perfect thing. It's perfect. So great. Here, I found this on Earth. It plays music. I think you'll like it. (laughs) (laughs) Just just genius. Yeah. 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 So great. uh, And even that part there, too, is like, I found this on Earth. Well, of course he'd go to Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, his son is from Earth. Like the whole whole ego thing with Earth and the Earth getting destroyed a little in that one thing. I mean, it's like, it's one of those eye-rolling things like with Civil War and Zemo. Yeah. But again, it's nothing that takes me out no, of the movie so much exactly. so where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I love this fucking movie. I would watch this movie probably right until the day I die. Like, yeah. Actually, I think if I knew I'm dying, that's going to be a lot of movies that I'm watching before I die. Very, so, yeah, very slow. Like, death. I really hope that, like, the doctor's literally like, you have X amount of time left. Then yeah. I go, can we quantify that in movies? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not just superhero movies. I'd have to watch, like, a ton of Nicolas Cage shit-pole movies. Actually, I'm just kidding. The ones that I would want to watch are actually good movies. Yeah. Like, Matchstick Men is still amazing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? I would want to die with um, Nick Cage getting the bunny. God damn it. 
Yeah, but you can't do it though. I just oh, bunny. <laughs> what was his final words? The bunny. The bunny. Um, the bunny. But he did it like Nicolas Cage, so I guess he died happy. Give me the bunny. <laughs> oh, oh man. I don't know. I don't know what we'd do without Nicolas Cage. I, you I don't know, know what? what we would do without Val Kilmer. Yeah, I love Val. Just Val Kilmer. I mean. James Gunn's got the sleep for the 80s, right? He's, he's got the, the music in there. He's got Stallone and Kurt Yeah, Russell but with the Zune, it's going to have to be in the 90s. It's going to be 90s. So 90s is perfect. Bring Nick Cage in. Bring Nick Cage in with some... James Gunn. Smells like Team Spirit. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe some Gangsta's Paradise. Ah. You know? Yeah, a little Dangerous Minds. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or I'm, Amish Paradise. I feel like... Star-Lord would be a fan of Al Weird Al Yankovic. He, he would be. Actually, that's great. Have Weird Al do a cameo. <laughs> oh, man. As Weird Al. As Weird Al. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'd be like, uh, who was it? Uh, basketball player in Men in Black. What was it Men in Black 2? Basketball player. Yeah. He got all weird. He was in the Knockout. Oh, what? Dennis Rodman? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> It later on in life, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is terrible." Actually, knockoff was the one with Rob Schneider. He was in Double Team with Van Damme. That's right, knockoff. Knockoff. Rob Schneider was okay. Double Team was terrible. Double Team was really terrible. <laughs> and I think there was a sequel with. Uh, no, it wasn't a sequel, but he did another movie like Double Team, not John Claude Van Damme, but. Uh, That's Roman. He did do another action type of movie. I want to say it was with I, Rob Schneider. I, it was the worst movie ever. <laughs> he was not a good actor. He's not even an actor. And now, you know what? Now he's hanging around in North Korea. He, he wasn't even an actor, though. Like, no. that's the thing. He was just, like, he was brought in because he was Dennis Rodman. Yeah. And he was, like, he did You're the weirdest looking care. basketball player. Let's make you a movie star. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knock off with Rob Schneider. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He had a nice little run of playing action star sidekicks, though. He did. He was wasn't he in like two of uh, Stallone movies. He was in Judge Dredd. He was in Judge Dredd. That's yep. yeah, I remember he that. He was in Judge Dredd. Oh, uh, might have been one other, but that was another shithole movie. Oh man, there's a lot of bad comic book movies in the nineties. Just in general. Just in just general. in general. So many bad. Because I mean, there's still like uh, I I I feel like uh, we should do a live viewing of the original Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> you know what they released on Blu-ray? The original Captain America movie. Oh! You remember that? The Italian Red Skull? The Italian Red oh. played the piano. And he had the hair. Oh my god. <laughs> so terrible. I, so terrible. I might buy it just so I can have a good laugh. Yeah, like, I mean, for anybody that was like, no, the costume has to look exactly like it does in the comic books, mm -hmm. watch that movie and you'll go, eh, nah, I'm good. No. I'm good. Mm. No, that way I thought you'd be changed like, even immediately. In the uh, first Avenger, that's like a bang-on representation, pretty much. There's mm -hmm. no chainmail, but yeah. that might as well be it. But even then, you're like, that kind of looks okay. Mm -hmm. But not until you get the real costume that you're like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Do that. Do that yeah. thing. So, so part yeah. one of Phase 3 Cinematic Universe. That is it. That is it. 
Guardians is amazing. Next Civil War is, is amazing. That you've Infinity already War, probably watched. Which you've already seen. Infinity War. Yeah, everything's fucking out of order. But that's okay, because as you said, we're going to do the Tarantino. Tarantino it. Yep. If start at the it, end and yep. go back to the beginning. Or start in the middle and go to the front mm -hmm. and maybe go to the back a little bit. Yep. Who gives a shit? We just do what we want. And maybe add some Bing Rames and a Gimp Mask. Please don't. Oh, wait, yep. how are we going to do Bing Rames and a Gimp Mask? Because he wasn't wearing the Gimp Mask. He wasn't wearing the Gimp Mask. But we don't need to did, talk about that scene. Did have as much as I love Pulp Fiction. It was in a hole. That was terrible. Oh, oh, God, why? What? Why? I thought Bing Rams was such a badass until I saw the scene. And now oh. all I see is that guy. I actually think that makes him more badass. That he took it? Because he took it and then still was like, yeah, we're going to fucking fuck these guys up. Yeah. It wasn't like crawl into a hole and die. It was yeah. like, no, these guys are dead. So, and then later he was like, we're cool. We're cool. Don't ever mention yeah. this to anyone. Tarantino, I'm never doing a movie with you again. Where's Ethan Hunt? I'm going to go do that for the rest of my life. No more Tarantino. <laughs> Did he immediately do the whole nine yards? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm staying away from Tarantino. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, what else could he have done in those movies, though? I don't know. They've been. Okay, so that is that. Is it? Is it? I feel like it is. Yeah, that's it. Part one. <laughs> that's, we're Part done. one. Phase we're three. And here's how they here. fucking recorded this time, because I'm done. And also fucking subscribe done. like crazy. Please. Like like crazy. We just want to be Share. able to do this without having a long ass string. We want to be able to say YouTube geek pants. That's it. That's it. Okay? No, because I can't pronounce what the geek is. You're not wearing your geek pants, you're naked. <laughs>